Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Level Grinding. It is Drew once again here with my good friend Robin. What's going on, my friend? Not a lot. How about you? Oh, you know, I'm working like a like a dog. It's I hate so much having a day job so bad, but you got to do what you got to do to pay the bills. So I worked yesterday and then took today off. Today is we're recording Thursday, March 10th at 1 a.m. So we'll call it March 9th, Thursday, March 9th. And then it was Mario day. Yeah. And so in the next three days, I have 33 hours of work to do. So, and that's not even the commercial I'm doing for my cousin or any of the other stuff. So it's, whew, it's a week. It's a week. But that being said, we, we are here to make sure that we give all, anyway, 14 of our listeners a solid show. No more making a wait for three weeks on end anymore. That was a bad time. Uh, so I guess we will get started. Is do, do we have any news of the Capcom day? We want to do that here. Yeah, today was Capcom Spotlight, where they revealed more information about the Mega Man Battle Network Classic Collect- Legacy Collection, and it is going to contain eleven games, all of the games that are any part of the Battle Network, including like the Star whatever, the ones that were on DS. I can't remember the name of mm-hmm. and. It's going to include new modes that they're going to reveal more of. They revealed Resident Evil 4, which we'll get more into that later. Mm-hmm. They showed off very little games, but just enough to whet your appetite. They showed a bit more Street Fighter 6's like, story mode, and it looks dope. Real excited for that. Oh, yeah. Let's see, yeah, that was about it. They okay. dropped the Resident Evil 4 demo, which you've got your hands on. So. I do. I do have my hands on. I have played as much. It's not a lot of demo, but it is enough to get me excited. So Resident Evil 4 is my favorite Resident Evil. So when they were like, we're going to remake it, I was like, fuck. Yes. I was worried that it was another case of remaster claimed as a remake. That is not the case. So I've only played, well, obviously you don't play like the opening of the game. It, was, it feels more like Mercenaries did. So you go in, you're in the opening village. You play through that little first part of the story up until the chainsaw guy comes in. It's called Chainsaw Demo, so it makes sense. But when that chainsaw guy comes in, and then at that point, it's just like an unlimited spew of enemies until you die or stop playing. But it's it's a full remake. They've cranked up the, you know, the graphical output. Everything looks better. There's a couple different changes of the dog. That we all look forward to saving so that he can help us later. It's not a possibility, guys. By the time you get to him, he is already crow food. He's in the game, but he's very dead. Very dead when you find him. His remains are in the game. <laughs> yeah, his remains are in the game. Like He's not decomposed yet, but he's been eaten for a while, which is a Resident Evil game that shouldn't shock anybody. And then there was a scene when you come up on the village in the original release where like the cop was already strung up and he had been burnt. And he is not on fire when you find him this they show it they show them lighting the bonfire with him on it so that's a that's a new one but all in all i'm very excited the demo is very fun it plays good i there's two changes that they've made that i don't like and one change that i think will be pretty popular so they added the, the good change they added a crafting system into this one which is not was not prevalent in resident evil 4 in in 4 before you could mix your potions together your herbs i guess to make potions so that you could heal now there's a crafting menu you can make 
from what I've seen, at least you can make bullets and the different varieties of herbs. I'm sure there'll be more stuff as you unlock more things within that game. And then the two changes I don't like, I'm seeing mixed answers on the, the, the ribbon thing. So there's this typewriter, it's disabled, and I'm seeing a lot of people saying that there will be ribbons in Resident Evil 4's remake. I don't want there to be. I hope that's wrong. I'm going to assume that that's wrong and you just can't save because it's a demo. And then the, the the main change that I don't like is the knife. Your knife has like a damage meter and it can break. And if your knife breaks, fucked, guys. Absolutely fucked. I am interested to see the scene of how I can fight off a chainsaw with a hunting knife. That'll be fun to see. But by the time Chainsaw Charlie had shown up, I had already lost the knife. So it was a moot point for me to try. But I unloaded like nine shotgun shells into this dude's head and he did not die. So I think it's going to be a more challenging version of Resident Evil 4. But I'm absolutely excited to try it out. It, it plays really great. It's fantastic. And other things that they showed was we got a look at Capcom's new dinosaur game, Exo Primal, which is like the opposite of Dino Crisis. It seems to be an always online game with a continuous internet connection required, but it looks like dinosaurs are coming into the modern world instead of like going to an island that was infested with dinosaurs a la Jurassic Park or in Dino Crisis 2 going back in time. And that thumbnail we were looking at earlier, that was for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I found that. Okay. Sunbreak released on Switch and Steam last year, but it didn't come to xbox or playstation platforms but it's coming on april 28th okay and then ghost trick the popular ds title from the creator of capcom's ace attorney series is being re-released and i mentioned it last time or the time before i read on a previous episode i had mentioned it the fact that since it's being re-released in a digital form that's gonna kill all those scalpers who want to charge like 700 dollars for a copy of it then they showed the Resident Evil Death Island movie, adding Jill Valentine. So, so far, we have Leon S. Kennedy, Chris Redfield, and Jill Valentine. It's a CG movie, and it's coming out sometime this summer. Street Fighter VI revealed their final color commentator, which brought the total up to eight. And there will be subtitles for each of the commenters in 13 languages. See, I said it two episodes ago. It's not that hard. To cover your languages in an audio track, guys. Get it together, Japan. Did subtitles. But the most of the commentators are from America and Brazil. Like, we're getting a good spread, and I'm loving it. But that pretty much brings to an end the Capcom spotlight. Okay, uh, so like Resident Evil 4, I'm obviously excited about. I think the only other thing in there that matters to me is Battle Network. Absolutely love Battle Network. Arguably my favorite Mega Man series, but you know it's basically a turn-based RPG. So as much as I loved, oh, what's it called? The one that was Command missions. Yeah, yeah, Command Missions. The, the quote-unquote ending of the X story was a cop out, but I'll take it. That was a great game, but Battle Network is like a whole franchise, and it's got a story to it. Then I like that the story for Battle Network goes across like all of like eleven games. So I'm I'm real excited. For Battle Network, I'll be buying that for sure. Well, we'll be acquiring it one way or another. They'll be including the 499 cards that were used as patches or whatever you, they were called. That you yeah, like yeah, yeah. 
shit to scan to get the bo- the bonus stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited about that. So I guess we'll go on to our next uh, weekly topic. Excuse me. What you been playing, uh, buddy? I've been playing quite a few different things. I've been getting back into SteamWorld Dig 2 just because I like all of the SteamWorld games. It's post-apocalyptic little cute robot things, not like deadly post-apocalyptic things, but humanity's dead, and now the robots are like in the Wild West, basically. It's... Silly, nice little time-wasting little thing. And I've been playing more of Soul Hackers, and both of us have been playing quite a bit of Midnight Suns. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been playing pretty predominantly Midnight Suns the whole time. Actually, before I dump dump into on Midnight Suns, I'll let you discuss Soul Hackers and everything else. But... I mean, I've already discussed Soul Hackers at length. I'm okay. just still playing it. <laughs> Gotcha. So Midnight Suns, I was not expecting to like as much as I do. I thoroughly enjoy this game. I played, I remember when it was announced, everyone was like, oh, it's basically XCOMs. And so I was like, I like Marvel. Marvel products are my shit. So I was doing that thing where people who are from the South put an S that's not part of a thing like Kroger's. Don't judge him. That's his life. That was necessary. Anyway. You're like X- XCOMs. I it's fine. No, it that that's semantics if nothing else. But uh, XCOM was fun. It was I mean it was okay. It didn't have what it needed to I guess invest me. I was at no point like going out of my way to play it. I don't think I'm past like chapter three or four on XCOM. You're not a big fan of sci-fi and guns, and that's literally what I yeah like. Is, so. I just. <laughs> Aliens is bad guy. I need more than that for my story. And XCOM didn't give me much more than that for a story. So I don't see a lot of XCOM in in Midnight Suns. But, and it was pointed out, Elijah pointed it out to me earlier, I do see a lot of Heroclix in Midnight Suns. And Heroclix is my collectibles minigame of choice. Absolutely adore it. So, you know, the, the positioning to make sure that stuff works, you know, you limit a number of moves, you limit a number of action types. It's very very hero clicks reminiscent so i'm very excited about that i did not expect a game with like x-men legends graphics to engross me as much as this one has they're better than x-men legends don't hurt this not by much not by a big margin man (laughs) they they focus more on gameplay than they did on making sure that it was a pretty game and yeah that's what firaxis always does because they made xcom enemy unknown and xcom 2 and like this isn't a Marvel skinned XCOM, as you were saying, but it is structured exactly like an XCOM game, which is what I was having trouble getting through. There's a base that can be upgraded from which you'll select missions out in the world. Before embarking, you choose three heroes from a cast that you can upgrade, which is all stuff that happens in XCOM. Okay. And it's a single player RPG. Most people kept saying that tells one story, but I mean, they also have, like, within that story, there's so much more story. Like, you have the friendly rivalry between Tony Stark and Stephen Strange that when something big happens, stops being quite a rivalry and is more like, I want to be here for my friend, but I'm kind of a shitty person at being a friend. <laughs> right. Yeah, I really I really enjoy it. It is a good game, for sure. Way better than I expected it to be. I was not anticipating being this into it, just because, I don't know, just the way it was always described by people who were pitching it 
It just didn't it didn't sound like it would appeal to me. Because I'm a comic fan and I read Midnight Suns and I was like, the fuck is Iron Man doing in the Midnight Suns game? Let's get that out of the way. The most important question. Well, the Avengers who are there all make appearances and pretty much all the Midnight Suns <laughs> say, What the hell is an what the hell are the Avengers doing yeah. in our uh, territory? It makes sense in context, like once you get into the story, you're like, okay. But yeah, I remember when the when the, the marketing first came out for it, I was like, what the fuck is Wolverine doing? on the cover of this fucking game. This, he's not a Midnight Sun. And it was... I don't even have Wolverine yet, and I've been playing this for days. Like, I'm right before the mission where you get him, but I, I'm a, I'm a completionist like, oh, my DLC is available. Let's go get that right fucking now. So that is what I have been doing, is running in DLC and general missions. I just recruited Eddie Brock. I finished Deadpool story. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really enjoying that because you get... It's also like it's got dating some elements too, to like the friendship building side. And I love the having all the heroes in their like normal, like day to day outfits. And then you get all of the visible costumes and stuff with color palette swaps. And I love customization. The, I think a big, big, big sell for me was the player character being an original character. I think I, that always kind of appeals to me. And it's not something that you always get in marvel titles especially stuff like ultimate alliance things like that or you wouldn't normally get something to that degree and this one is like a fully unique customizable main character who fits into like the plot of what's going on and it's it's a really cool story i enjoy it a lot yeah and the mechanics like it's from the people who made xcom but the mechanics don't work the same because in xcom you got a group of soldiers they're outmanned and outgunned by an alien threat in Midnight Suns, you're a fucking superhero, so of course you got to feel like the coolest person on the battlefield. Like all of the moves are fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, I so we'll we'll do. I don't like Nico, which is why I love I Nico. I don't like Nico mechanically. <laughs> Nico is one of my favorite Marvel characters, hands down. Normally, but like mechanically within the game, I'm not a fucking fan. I don't, I don't like how she operates. She's too random, and I get that they were like trying to find a way to make the staff of the one do what it does so for those who don't read comic books the way the staff of the one works is it can do anything it does anything she tells it to do but one time so if she, you know if she wants to do a fireball she's got to find a different way to say that to do it again orb. <laughs> yeah so i like the randomness of her cards because sometimes like swarm is probably her best ability just because i know it's going to do damage but it does like four different levels of damage. So like sometimes I may need her that to, to murder somebody, but she's going to do 26 this turn instead of the 170 that she did last. It changes every time you draw between four different ones, as you said. Yeah. And some of it is like different status effects that go off. Some of it is different buffs. You're like, I'm going to buff this hero. I hope I get something dope. I don't know. I mean, it tells you what it'll apply. So I don't like I'm not a fan of Nico just because based on her card draw, she might be useless to me that turn. I like the hunter. As far as like in combat, I don't think I have a favorite hero for in combat. Because the hunter's real fucking good. My party is always magic, Nico, and the hunter, if I can get it to be them. If it's not a story thing or a special mission that requires a specific one. Hang on. Like like, if I get a choice, I think Cap. Cap is real good. Magic has a move, which you got to see me using it a lot. That's a AoE that literally oh, yeah. not only I, hits everything in yeah, the thing, but draws them all 
into a certain area, like draws them to the center of that area of effect. So she's good to then follow up with Cap or someone else who has another AOE. Because it's like, if anyone lived through this, here comes this. Yeah, I use I use Gather whenever I put magic in the field. Like, so magic is like one of my top two friends. So my top two friendship levels are Nico because I don't ever want to have to put her in a battle party to build her friendship points. So I hang out with her every opportunity I get. And magic, just because I like the Russian accent, is very funny. Magic cracks me up. So Nico, all you have to do is upgrade her stuff because everything does damage. And it's once it's upgraded, the minimum is like 40. I'm telling you, out of the eight cards in her deck, six of my Nico cards that I have access to do not do damage. So you got to take damage. her places so you can get I more have, of her cards than you remove. I, I, I sent her on stuck. I sent her on hero ops. That's how I get. Yeah, it. those those don't get as many cards though. They get a card I, every time. I don't have to pick. Like mm-hmm. I like getting the epic cards from just epic um. So my problem, right, is like coils. if I take if I take me and Nico and Venom on a mission, Nico's card might not get picked because the hunter gets better stuff that pops in those. Like at least if I send her on a on a hero op, a I don't have to deal with a mechanic I don't like, but b she will for sure get a skill card that I can use. Like I can at least eventually level it up to where it's usable for me, for her. And right now I don't even choose any of the hunter's cards because I have the perfect deck perfectly maxed out. So there's no point. I mean, there is a point, but I guess you're not needing it. In the further moment. than you. I know. I get that. I've done a sleep, but the hero I mean, the, the point of getting cards that you've already got is you can sell them for more essence to make better shit. Yeah, but if I have to choose between new card for Nico or something for the hunter that sells for, if I'm lucky, 60 essence. I mean, if you're taking Nico that much, why are you not maxed out on her deck? Oh, I am. I was just saying you were saying with the hunter, I was saying my hunter's maxed. My my hunter, magic, Nico, strange, and ghost rider. Yeah, I, I take carol a lot because that bitch is ridiculous i don't but i love her in battle like she's so... ghost rider are fucking hella combos she's so fucking strong dude like i got Magic's so i just controller <laughs> i just unlocked the, the like single character arena thing yeah and the big gate out the big gate to hell outside yeah carol Carol was my first one. I'm not even like a Miss Marvel stand like that. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel. But Carol was like my first character that I didn't get hit. Like I went through all three waves and she just fucking wiped out the whole battle every time. Yeah, with me, that was was magic. It's just like, boom, the whole wave's gone. I still have two card uses left. No one's coming until I end this turn. Yeah, I don't think I've popped. I don't think I've run magic through it yet because I was doing everybody in a line. I'm not a big blade guy, so I threw blade in there and got wiped out pretty quick. He's gained like two or three levels since then, so I got to try him again. Yeah, blade has like one or two moves that are fucking powerhouses. The rest is literally like, why do we have you here again? Yeah, yeah, not a big blade guy. He is part of my favorite subplot in the game. My favorite subplot of the game is blade is in love with Carol Danvers and does not know how to express that to her. And that shit is hilarious. I still love the formation of the book club. I, Rogers I, is like, hey, I finally, I finally, I finally did get that fucking thing where he was like, I, I think Blade wants to be my pal. And I'm like, like, hey, you, hey, you Steve, just don't tell him I have no problem being his best friend. I'm like, hey, Steve, don't, don't say pal. <laughs> don't do that. But I'll talk to him. Sure. 
just absolutely love the could you tell him I want to be best I have no problem being his best friend I'm like you've escalated this are you going to tell him Blade that I'll be his pal as long (laughs) as I don't have to use those words sure but the hunter's like just fucking tell him you're a grown up you're a whole adult (laughs) all of the groups have their like fucking drama point but book club's drama point's just adorable it's just Cap not getting the hint yeah it's it's pretty funny. But yeah, no, you I you gotten any more shop class done? I'm not. They haven't popped another shop class for me yet. So you gotta take the members of it on things, raise their friendship, that kind of stuff. Oh no, I do hangouts and give them gifts and shit. But uh, I just the missions I've been doing because I like I have to take. I'm finishing a mission now where to unlock like another research for Tony, and then I have to do I have to take Venom. On one more mission to unlock the research attached to him. Fortunately, Nico only ever needs three, so I don't have to take her on any more missions. I do have to level her skills up, though. I'm telling you, once you realize she's not as random as you think, she's really good. She just has that one move that's like, I'll hit whoever. I, what, Witchfire is like her second best move, if I'm honest. Yeah. Oh, like, well, what do you think the first one is? Swarm. Okay, wait till you get Witch Storm. It's a way better version of Witchfire. And can I, upgraded, it can recast four times. Can I target an enemy? No. That is what That's I the need whole point for of the... me to consider it. Now. Okay. Well, there's <laughs> Curse and Swarm both let you target a specific enemy to deal damage. Then there's two debuffs that let you target a specific enemy. The thing I, le- I don't like is that you can only have three attacks per deck that are not the super moves, but just regular attacks. Like, I tried to add a fourth, and it was, like, three maximum. I think you have four maximum is what it is. No, it says three. Okay, well, I'm looking at magic right now, and she has four. What does she have? She has quick soul slash twice and soul blast twice. I think soul blast, because it doesn't deal damage, doesn't count as attack. Soul blast counts as an attack. It has the attack symbol. Oh. Because all mine only let me do three and says three. Tony Stark, Iron Man, I have blast twice and quick blast twice. They all do damage. Okay, then maybe it's four, but still the point. Yeah, there's, there's, there's fully a limit. But I tried to, because I tried to put like a fifth attack on the hunter, and they were like, fucking no. So, like, here's these debuffs, and I'm like, fuck a debuff. Also, depending on if you use more light or dark attacks, actually affects your light and dark level. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm almost to the light suit. I am 159 out of 200 from light, and my next yeah. playthrough, I'm going to go dark. Yeah. And I, I like that this game, so I looked into the new game plus, like I was telling you about earlier. So you keep your friendships, you keep your roster, I think you keep your unlocked cosmetics. But it you makes don't, sense not to. You don't keep, you don't keep character levels. Okay. You don't keep wealth. You don't keep your research and upgrades. You keep your room customizations? Yeah, I think any of the customizations you buy, you keep. Oh, cool. Yeah, I finished customizing my room. No trophy there either. I was like, come on. My problem is like, I'm using all my gloss to buy the gifts. So gloss is the regular currency. I use all my gloss to buy gifts. So I don't buy much as far as like color palettes and things of that nature right now. Just because I'm like, the moment I spend that, there will be a gift that I have to have for like Logan or somebody. But I won't be able to spend gloss. They'll vanish, by the way. I don't know where they go, but, like, I had a candle that was scented like grave dirt. Went on a thing with Nico, like, hours after I bought it, and it's no longer in my inventory. That's wild. 
I was mad. I was like, oh, fine, here's a skull. And it was like, likes the common gift. I'm like, of course she does. I, hey, goth, depressed magic girl, here's a skull. And she's like, fucking dope. I gave her a coloring book on the last hangout. It was like, coloring book. Yeah, it was a gothic coloring book. Oh, yeah. And she was like, ooh, love this legendary gift. And I was like, yeah, you do. I got, I think I got 20 friendship on that. I've so far found four copies of Growing Up with Trauma, and I've given it to one, at least once to everyone who's listed that loves it, which That's is funny. Nico, Magic, and Tony Stark. What? No way. <laughs> trauma Squad? They like the trauma book? Crazy. <laughs> Growing Up with Trauma, and Ilya's like, yes. Ilya's like, I could have written this book if I decided to read it instead. Yeah, I got maybe two more hangouts with Nico. Should pop her to level five, and then we can be good. I did change her color palette to a pink one, though, because that's my favorite disgusting. color, and it was fucking great. I love pink. And it, oh, I was just meaning on her. That's disgusting. It feels weird to see her in pink fully. She's a bubblegum goth now. I get it. They just call bubblegum. Okay, the name good. It's the name of the fucking a, skin. That is a type of goth, actually, bubblegum goth. Um, that is fair. So there's a outfit that you unlock for some of the collectibles. I can't remember what called the forebear outfit. And it is dope. It's like this ancient hunter outfit. Oh, the Salem outfit. No, it's not the Salem outfit. It's called the forebear. Salem outfit's really cool too, though. That's wild. It's not on his list. Whose list? The hunters. All right. You play a man. (laughs) He said it's not on his list. I'm like, yeah, whose list? Hunter, Borderline, High Tech, Demon Child, Faithbreaker, Salem, Dark, White, Midnight Sun, Ancestral, and Super. Ancestral. Forebears of an epic palette for the for the oh, Ancestral okay. one. Yeah, complete all mystery regions on the Abbey Grounds. I think I just have uh, to finish Lilith's Garden. I should get that. Have you gotten all four powers? Not yet. I have to do the, After you the do last that, trial. You'll... You'll use the break one, and there are a few other mysteries that appear through that. But there's one called The Deep that's like this really cool blue. I, one, I think it's Verdant, though I can't remember if that's the name. But you literally, with it and the hunter's symbol on the ancestral one, you look like a Green Lantern. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've gone into the wrong universe. <laughs> like, oh, that's a that's a lawsuit. We're doing a lawsuit. Let's not do that. In case you guys haven't been able to tell, we're fucking loving this game. <laughs> it's real good. That's real, real good. You guys can expect another episode similar to this when Final Fantasy 16 drops. That comes out on the 22nd. So if everything gonna... works out for us, then in about a week and a half, two weeks, you're going to, the next, the episode, then you're going to hear a lot from me because the yeah. Atelier Rising game. Atelier comes out. But uh, why you chose to do that to me. Does it have an R on the end? It is not pronounced. Does it have an R on the end? Yes. That is why. <laughs> but you know how it's said. Yeah, but you, I, we discussed earlier, right, that I'm, I, we, we just, we'll bring this up numerous times because you like to correct how I say things, but I have learned from learning other languages. It's a name. That other you got to pronounce the name right. <laughs> when it's just a word, it's fine. Is it, so you're going to give me zero shit about saying quesadilla? Yeah? You don't lie to me like that? No. <laughs> But I, if you were to say quesadilla, <laughs> I would be fine with that because that's fucking pop culture. Quesadilla sounds like the son of Quetzalcoatl. 
Bombs. You're lucky there's not another I in there. I just said Quisabilia, just to fuck with you. Um, my favorite is to mispronounce things in, in like a way where it's still spelled that way. That brings me a lot of fun. Like when I was playing East 9, I never once called that bar the Dandelion. Called it the Dandelion the entire time. That's funny. You've heard me mocking games <laughs> I love. I don't remember. What was I mocking like two or three weeks ago downstairs? Well, you're going to have to be more specific. That's how we communicate. I no, I was playing something and I just to myself was making fun of it. I was refusing to call someone something in a game we both love, like by their proper name. I was making like... Oh, that was that was months ago. That was Genesis in Crisis Core. Oh, yeah, Leviticus. Yeah. He used to <laughs> refuse to call him anything. He's like, I'm just using the first five books of the Bible. I was like, no, you're not, because Genesis is one of those books. Don't lie to me. He's like four the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's some of my favorite shit. It's just mispronouncing stuff. There was also Level 5 Vision 2023 showcase happened. And oh. I know you love Level 5. I do love Level 5. The, they did three game trailers at it that really had my attention. They did a lot more, but the three that really got me was we finally got a trailer, a teaser trailer for Deca Police. They did one for Fantasy Life I, The Girl Who Steals Time. And the new Professor Layton game. Okay. I know you're not big on puzzle games, but to the puzzle game world, that's like, holy shit, because they hadn't had one in so long. Okay. I mean, I like some puzzle games. I just, I've also been traumatized by RPGs that use puzzles. Like, some puzzle games are great. Some puzzle games are fucking the water puzzle in Onimusha. But this time, Deca Police showed us quite a bit. We got a dedicated chunk of time showing off the gameplay, the stories. And characters, it's a turn-based RPG where you control the special investigation unit leader, Harvard Marks, which just shows me that they were like, what's the name? Give me two English words me, right now. Give me two human names. And you explore something called the Dexim, which is a virtual world used to solve real-world crimes. They did a four-minute gameplay trailer this time. And for Fantasy Life I, the trailer they put out just showed two new classes that they didn't say what they were. They just tease them with the actual visuals for them. Mm -hmm. They came out with a game. Level 5 revealed a brand new action RPG that's going to be cross-play compatible for PlayStation and Steam versions. It's called Megaton Musashi Wired. Okay. And, like, the mech suit thing that's in it, which I'm guessing is the Megaton Musashi, well, let me back up a little bit. The exact writing where it says Musashi is written like Ray Fencer Musashi. Okay. Did you ever play that? I, I did, yeah. Okay. I was like, fuck, is this one of those cases where I'm like, here's this, and you're like, nope. You know, I've played Ray Fencer Musashi very briefly. But the mech that you have in this, it looks like a blue Baymax, like when he's in his armor and shit. Just none okay. of the white, just fully there. All red, um, yeah. Well, all blue in this case, but yeah. Then there's... Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. It'll be out worldwide. All they've said so far is before the end of 2024. And it's set one year after the events of Professor Layton in the Unwound Future. And we get a look at Luke and his new redesign. Luke was his child assistant. And in this, he's teen assistant, I guess. It's been a year and he was like 12. So he's a teenager. Fair. Inazuma 11 has an RPG coming out, which is wild to me and i'm gonna play it and you're going to laugh at me the whole time i would never 
Inazuma 11 Victory Road. This is a soccer RPG. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> See? It's not even here and he's judging me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not judging you. I'm judging the world. But yeah, um, tell you now, fantasy life is going to be my death. That and the fucking farm in Ishin. <laughs> I'm like, oh, time to go in here. And they're like, here's all these plot things. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I have to harvest. I fucking, I will tell you guys right now that if you want to lose Robin for 1d20 days, give him any kind of game that's got some kind of farming mechanic in it. It's absolutely nuts. I need there to be combat too. Harvest Moon doesn't do it for me. I have all the Harvest Moon games because sometimes I'll play them when there's absolutely nothing else to play. But yeah, but like a game that's just a farming simulator is real rare. Most Harvest of the Moon. time, most of <laughs> yeah, but I, there's one. Most of the time, those double as some kind of adventure thing as well. Like Stardew Valley, I just wish Stardew Valley was better at like telling you what you're supposed to do. You just do what you want. There's no supposed to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that why you well, yelled at me? I didn't yell at you. You did so. When? When I was playing Stardew Valley and you were like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I've just been like XYZ for the last couple of days. And you were like, what? Oh, I, I think I was worried because you were like letting Jojo Martin, <laughs> which is a valid ending. It's a sad ending because they're like Walmart. But now I need to talk about the girl, Golden Girls Take Manhattan DX. Okay. It is a Persona 5 parody game starring the Golden Girls. What? Man. Yeah. And it is coming out for free later this year. What? <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> by any of those words? Okay. All right. If you said anything just now, your mic has fully cut you off. No, I had. I was laughing. Okay. Okay. Fucking. Those are certainly words that could make a sentence. What fever dream shit did you just say to me? I said... Golden Girls Take Manhattan DX is a Persona 5 parody game starring the Golden Girls. Does any for two minutes want Blanche to exist in that universe? Yes. You want Blanche to go to New York? Yeah. Yeah. What? I thought you loved the Golden Girls. That she's just going to dramatize everybody else's lives. And they didn't ask for that. Are you thinking of Sophia? Maybe whoever's trying to fuck everybody. Oh, no, that's Blanche. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but one dude, I cannot remember his first name, but his last name is Pagano. Joey Pagano. On the game's website, he said, it started as an exceptionally elaborate joke that has gone on for far too long, and now it's a game. But started as a joke, quickly spiraled into a playground of ideas meant to explore just how much they can push their skills and retain their sanity with their own brand of humor. Simply put, this is a Persona gameplay replaced with the context of the Golden Girls. It doesn't play like Persona 5, even though he keeps saying Persona 5. Like, all the UI and character portraits are more reminiscent of Persona 3 or 4, as is the game's overworld. There's also a dodge roll mechanic for some reason. Although, the, gameplay footage, be, really? the gameplay footage they showed is a turn-based RPG, so I don't know how the fuck a dodge roll will be useful. I mean, I imagine the same way it was used in Persona 5. Wasn't? Environmentally, sure was. All like hitting X. That wasn't a dodge roll. That was a shadow hop. But they'll be fighting a with and against clowns. Okay. Blanche, Rose, Dorothy, and Sophia are all represented with original art, and they'll all have their own personas. All right, guys. Guys, all right. Something I saw earlier told Andrew, I'm like, I have to 
put this into our fucking podcast. I, that's, you could have warned me this madness was coming. Nope. The hell? That was the best reaction possible, and I needed that. I live in this world, and I hate it here. Jesus Christ. If you're going to see Super Mario Brothers movie, buy your virtual ticket or buy advance tickets at AMC today, and they're giving away a free Super Mario Brothers movie poster for part of March 10th, Mario Day. Go to GameStop, and they're holding in-store Mario events. Of course, let me finish this sentence, and I'm going to let Drew tell you something about GameStop. Oh, God. Including Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and New Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, and you receive free Mario-themed items. And then they're also releasing a new Mario Switch bundle that both Joy-Cons are red, and you can choose between Super Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe Super Mario Odyssey or Super Mario Kart 8, and then all of the Mushroom Kingdom related and tangentially games are on sale for today only, for a 24-hour sale, saving up to $20 on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, and Mario Party Superstars, or $40 on Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which... I want to get that game, but we don't have the open space for that. That's the one where you can remote Are control you, little. Yeah, set up the cameras around the house. The track is like hidden inside. Yeah, you use remote control cars to race in the game. Yeah. It's you not a terrible idea. Just, yeah, easily. But, you know. It's... Still really cool, but we just don't have the space. Yeah, or the children. We don't need children to have fun. What the fuck? We don't need children to have fun, but I need them children kids. to justify RC cars everywhere. He's not here nope. like that. I said, fuck them kids. Bro, I'm you ain't, it. you ain't, I've never seen you have a conversation about RC cars before. I don't want to hear that shit. Don't act like you're like, I've been an RC car fan my whole life. Ah, but I'm playing Mario Kart. I, um, I guess we got to make something happen to make it more playable. You ready for something really wild? Gain early access to Diablo 4 beta with order of KFC Double Down or qualifying sandwiches today. What the fuck is happening to gaming? (laughs) Oh my god. Like I say that with hard judgment in my tone, like I didn't buy 150 fucking Butterfingers. I didn't, but I would have is the point. We we bought a total of 12, but still. Too many. I bought too many Butterfingers when Final Fantasy... I had sent him the money to buy them and instructed him to buy them, and he thought he meant buy them for us. The codes were for us. The Candy bars were supposed to be for me, but he ate half of them. Well, I bought two things worth. We both got a full array of candy bars. Yeah. Well, we got a full array of codes. I was going to eat the candy bars. You're diabetic. You shouldn't be having that many candy bars. I shouldn't be having any candy bars, but I live life on fucking the way I want. But Also this week, Budokai Tenkaichi 4 was revealed. Oh my god. I like The child in me is mad fucking excited about it. I'm excited. It's an arena fighter Dragon Ball game, which will be fun. We'll see. I give, I give, like, whether I'm cool with the genre or not, I give Dragon Ball a lot of fucking credence and allowability. Now, um, speaking of news this week involving GameStop. Oh, boy. So, I don't know how GameStop stays in business. And this week... It's a front at this point. It's a mob front. That's the And only this answer. week has... Once again, made me be like, hey, but how? So 
for all seven of you in the world that are still buying the physical editions of things, I I hope things get better for you. But Resident Evil 4 released a physical collector's edition that is only available through GameStop. And on on Tuesday, they sent a memo to GameStop employers, employees to let them know that if you ordered your Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition in a GameStop store, all of those pre-orders have been canceled and will not be fulfilled. They have given no explanation, neither to employees or to customers or to gaming media. Just if you ordered it in the store, you're not going to get it. So people who work at GameStop who already are like within reason the most disliked purveyor of gaming merchandise at this stage. These poor people. They they personally have done very little to deserve the fucking shit they have to deal with. Not but, just from us, but corporate. Yeah, but alas, here we are. So, yeah. So if you order, if you're like one of the seven people in the world, and it's not seven because they sold out of the pre-orders for Evil 4 Collector's Edition. But if you put down money for Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition at your local GameStop, they are not going to give you your game. Go back to your store and get your refund. I know that you've probably been burnt by pre-order insanity from GameStop in the past. And don't worry, that's not going to change anytime soon, apparently. So at least in this world, something is consistent. Even if that consistent thing is GameStop's inability to function as a customer serving company. I don't know how you guys are still investing in physical media. I really don't. Me personally, I am a big proponent of all things digital. If you, if you like, if I have a physical game collection and somebody breaks into my house and steals my physical game collection, I'm just out of my physical games. There's nothing that I can do to just get back all of that shit that is gone. Whereas as a digital collector, if somebody steals my PS5, I'm going to be big mad. Sure. But at the end of the day, I still have my PlayStation 5 game catalog. I can get a new PS5, and I have all my shit back immediately. As long as the marketplace exists. Yeah, and I don't think that's going anywhere. Although... PS3 one just did. Well, PS3 is how old, though? Also, also, fun little note, and this is another example of Sony doing business better. For those who bought, like myself, Legend of Dragoon, on the PlayStation 3 store, you did not have to pay the $9.99 to purchase it on the PS5 store. It was provided to you for free by Sony. No? Yes. I bought it and it, I have to pay $9.99. Same uh, account and everything. I would contact Sony about that because they made the announcement and I've seen several people post screenshots of it coming up at $0. So I would contact Sony about making sure those are linked. It doesn't necessarily matter because we have PS Plus. But yeah, yeah, that's that's like a widespread thing that a lot of people are posting. You can go see it wherever. And I just think that that's pretty dope because they for sure didn't have to do that. They didn't have to make the effort to do that at all because Legend of Dragoon fans especially are going to pay for Legend of Dragoon. I pay monthly, but if they were like $10 for this game, I'd have been like, here's my $10. Enjoy. Oh, here's something that's going to piss your ex-wife off. Oh, Hogwarts Legacy release on PS4 and Xbox One. Delayed until May 5th. Oh my god. I'm about to text her right now. Oh, that's fucking poetic. While you're texting her, I'm going to go into the 
Yeast 10 Nordics reveals that happened yesterday. Nihon Falcom released a gallery of screenshots, arts, and details. New artwork for Adol. Obviously, he's the main character. He always gets new artwork. The game's new heroine is Karya Balta. She's the daughter of Grimson, leader of the Balta fleet. And she's feared as the pirate princess by the people of Karnak, who see her as the captain of a band of outlaws committing acts of piracy. While she's beautiful, she's also a fucking badass with her axe and round spear. I mean, round shield. Round shield. Round spear. As a spear fighter, I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's a chakram on a stick. That's oh no, round spear. <laughs> I think that's an axe, technically. <laughs> yeah, that would be an axe. Round spear. That's an axe. Round spear. I said what I um, said. Like, all right, Eliana, calm down. They have two battle modes: solo mode and combi mode. Solo mode, you control either Adol or Karya, while the other character is controlled by the AI, and you can just hit a single button and switch between them. There are certain special attacks enemies have where they'll be doing what are called speed attacks, where they have a blue aura that can be avoided automatically just by dashing in solo mode. Okay. Um, combi mode, you control both Adol and Karya, and you can switch between them, as I said, with a single button. In this mode, you deal a lot more damage thanks to the two of them attacking simultaneously. But movement and dash speed are greatly reduced because they're working in sync and not just doing their own thing. Instead of avoiding attacks in this mode, you guard. And by guarding, what they call a revenge gauge will grow. And you can use it to do high damage skills. Well, that sounds like Intergrade. What? Yuffie and the, the other samurai dude, they did that same type of thing. They would build up like, like the, like the hate, hate, meter. hate meter. Yeah. And then and on top of that, of enemy attacks that glow red can be blocked with a well-timed guard in combi mode. And then the enemy will stagger so you can counterattack him. Adol looks pretty much the same, but the art style's better. Arya is... I, at first, got my hopes up a different way when they first released it, because I only saw part of Karya's head, and the right half of her head looks like the right half of Estelle's head from Trails in the Sky, and I thought they had done a full, like, HD you, remake. You get so hyped up for, like, a maybe <laughs> crossover. <laughs> well, there is a crossover for Yeast and Trails in the Sky. It's right. not in America, and I'm waiting on it to come. It's literally called Yeast versus Trails in the Sky. Of course it is. <laughs> like, it's a crossover fighting game similar to the city and Smash Brothers is on it lists, but those are nothing like each other. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, the game looks gorgeous. It's releasing in 2023 in Japan for PS5, PS4, and Switch. We don't know anything about when it's coming to America. There's a re-release of 9 coming to the PS5 soon. There's a what? Re-release of East 9 coming to the PS5 soon. Oh, okay. I'm really hoping... Weird, I have, we have it on PS5 already. Well, we have it on PS4, but it plays on the PS5. Okay. Like, this is a PS5-specific re-release. That's fair. When is it? North America on May 9th, and Europe on May 12th. Trying to see if I can find... Um, any information on what's changed and to see if there's if we get it for free Fair. as in people who own it already for PS4 not like us we ain't got that kind of relationship with with Falcom otherwise Drew wouldn't be making jokes about my love for him I look I will make jokes about your love regardless because that is how I express my love unless somebody was saying if they me, were... unless somebody's paying me not to express my love in which case Sure. I don't know if we mentioned before that 
Luminous Productions has been folded back into Square Enix. Oh, we uh, did on the uh, maybe not the last episode, but the one before that, probably. Okay. And Robocop Rogue City has been delayed to September just so they can get the bugs all worked out of it, which I'm cool with. I was excited for it, but a delay to fix the bugs is the best kind of delay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And to think of if there's anything else, I should have written it down, but I've been downstairs playing video games all day. Which is fine. Uh, we got a new trailer for Lord of the Rings Gollum, finally. I It's I been so long, I existed. fully forgot it was coming out. 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's been four years, and it was expected in September 2022, but Daedalic Entertainment delayed it back in July of 2022. said it will release this year, and the weirdest part for me is seeing Smeagol in his Smeagol-y way, like, not as... When he was was fully smeagled the Hobbit guy and healthy, but like he looks like looks like a meth head. Like he still has his hair, but it's like patchy and a comb over. And I'm like, ah, gross. This guy's gonna take my catalytic converter when I turn around. Oh, that's fucked. Oh, I'm sorry, Crow. No. Oh yeah, our friend Crow, his catalytic converter was stolen, and they cut it at the flanges, so he couldn't even just buy a new one and replace it he had to buy a whole new system down there this is on his race car no it's on his personal car oh i mean that's still not good but better yeah if it was on his race car i believe he would have done murder yeah, no for sure that's not <laughs> like a that's not faith required at all and surprising no one all these decades later super mario brothers 3 is still incredible i've been playing it on the switch at night Okay. <laughs> All right. It's they part of what they just re-released the Super Mario Brothers three for GBA since they added the GBA. Right. It's weird that it made GBA and not NES, which is what it was on. It's also available for the NES and Super Nintendo, but it was released on GBA as well. Yeah. It had quality of life adjustments there. That is the most important thing about a re-release, guys. You gotta you gotta improve shit on your game you gotta gotta yeah. gotta normally normally you gotta to be fair they didn't improve much on legend of dragoon and it's still fantastic so every now and then there's a game wasn't just, much to have to improve. yeah that's what i'm saying it's like every now and then you make a game that's like as close to perfect as that system can achieve and so we got be... another trailer for trails into reverie as i sent you a screenshot of it it was a character reveal trailer and it was beautiful Trails in the Reverie is the capstone for the last three sections of the entire Trail series, the Legend of Heroes series. It's all it's the capstone for all of the Trails games leading up to it. The only ones that it's not capping off are Kurono Kisuke, which we're assuming is going to come over here as Trails into Black because that's what it translates to, but they may change it to Trails from Black or Black Trails. You know how things work. I do. But those ones are sequels to all of this. There's already a second one in Japan, and we haven't got the first one. But, like, I love that they've been stepping up their translating, and they're working to get everything from Trails in the Sky FC onward released over here. Which, really, there was only, like, two or three that hadn't been released. But, like, I don't care that they're not doing the older ones, because those would mostly be inaccessible to people trying to pick them up, because they were really really niche even in japan's 
JRPG whole section. Mm-hmm. But it's not just my love of them talking. The trailer was absolutely beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I think that's all the news I have for all this week. Alrighty. So watch tomorrow. There's going to be something amazing. Oh, revealed. I'm like, something Man. critical. I'm like, shit. All right. Breaking news episode. Shit. So I, I'm going to start asking a question once per episode. Right. And it's going to change up every time, obviously. But I wanted to give you a little bit of a headache with the first one. And I'll be honest, my answer to go after yours is still not fully decided, but I've got to narrow down to two. Let me find my wording. What single game, only one, no franchises, would you give the full Final Fantasy VII remake treatment to? No franchises isn't fair. You can pick a, a game in a franchise, but it doesn't apply to the franchise. It only applies to one single entry. Breath of Fire 3. Why? The game I love that like completely advanced the Breath of Fire series, still had the same formula, main character name Ryu, Dragon, the ability to transform, but it took it into the three dimensions and the storyline was solid. The characters were incredible. Really, it's, it remains one of my favorite RPGs of all time. It's what I'm currently holding out hope for is going to come out for the Classics catalog soon because they pretty much hit all of my other requests now. That's they haven't hit mine, but mine was very Cheers. specific. My, oh, my catalog request was Suikoden. Like oh. the reason I stopped building an emulation machine was because they announced the classics catalog, and I was like, "Oh, they'll eventually just bring all my shit in, so I don't We're need to fucking them. invest all this." We're getting two of them, and we'll I'm very after they I'm incredibly hopeful that we as fans will buy them enough for Konami to be like, oh, these re-releases are doing okay. Let's keep that up and see how that goes. That is my truest, deepest hope. But I also lack an incredible amount of faith in Konami to do the smart thing. So there's that. If I was going to give the Final Fantasy seven level treatment to a game, honestly, it would probably be I want to say Legend of Dragoon, but that's the obvious choice. So I'll deviate from the obvious choice because we just got the re-release. And if that does well enough, Sony may put the bill on a remake. I think a game that is critically undervalued that would be deserving of a full remake is Grandstream Saga. That was obvious for me because it's you. you but... Yeah, we've, we've known each other for long enough. But there's not, I don't feel like there's enough people listening that have heard of Grandstream Saga to be like, oh, of course it's going to be Grandstream Saga. Grandstream Saga was like my first action RPG, I think, that I ever played. Very well done game, especially for the time that it came out. If they had waited five or six years to put that out for like, maybe not five or six, it's probably more than that. If they had waited for like the PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3 to make that story into a game, it probably would have blown up. And JRPGs back then, especially action RPGs, were clunky at best. I was saying beyond even that niche, like oh yeah, it was, for... yeah, it was. They were virtually undiscovered really at that point, and for one to succeed was wild. I can't even tell you like the first action JRPG that I know of that became popular. But I absolutely love Grandstream Saga. It's it's weird because it's, it's a JRPG in like all of the core senses. There's but there's no parties. Like you have support cast, sure, yeah. but it's just Eon, and 
quirky flying around continents saving people i love the i love that in in grand stream saga i think grand stream saga was the first game i ever played where like the ultimate weapon was incredibly missable very it's it's in the beginning of the game within the first hour and if you walk into the room that it's in and progress the story the very next scene without getting it, it's gone for the game. And that is wild. So like, you either have the option to just run roughshod through the entire game or you don't have the chance to get the weapon at all. And I thought that was a pretty pretty unique and cool mechanic at the time. Absolutely love Grand Stream Saga. I think if it got a, a remake with the same effort that Final Fantasy had put into the 7 remake, I think it would be the beginning of a series. I think it would spawn into a franchise because I think it's that good of a game. I just need to criticize your question because it was unfair given that Final Fantasy VII is pulling everything that was involved with Final Fantasy VII in. So I should have been allowed to choose a franchise. Right. Because it's but the so, Final Fantasy so, VII franchise. Well, the fucking Final Fantasy VII saga is sure, but the problem, yeah. right, is Final Fantasy VII is a saga all to itself that's contained within the canon of that one game. Once you say... Like, like Final Fantasy VII is an entry in the Final Fantasy franchise. The saga of Final Fantasy VII is like a self-contained saga within a franchise. Within so it was more like three games, four games. Yeah, but it was it, that's more like a single story within the franchise. Where yeah, instead of which like, is what I would have gone for, I'd have said Trails in the Sky. That's three games, but they're all one story. It's like one ends and then two picks up immediately. Right, so that was kind of... I wanted to avoid, like, a whole fucking thing, right? Because, like, I could have said Suikoden, but that's six games. They they tell Which stories is, in the same world, but they are not, like, telling the same story. Each one has its own story. These are, like, the same, the exact same characters. Look, I wanted same. you to think of something besides Trails in the Sky. Oh, well, I, it's still an unfair question, given that Seven gets to pull all of its everything in. Including the books, like, we know. I, we know that I don't agree with that shit. We know how sassy I feel about the books getting pulled right now, <laughs> which is bullshit because it was great. I don't. Like, I'm not arguing that it's incredible. not great. I'm not saying that it wasn't a fantastic story, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. But no, bro. Like, also, and, there, and including... the problem is, it's fixing. It's fixing my whole argument. The whole argument I've had against it. This is day number one. It is now off the table. Because my issue was now they're in the game. Yeah, they're in the game. So it's like to me, it's not a book story now. It's it's a a thing that was fan canon. It was a fan story. Wasn't a Uh, fan story. Who did did the director of Final Fantasy VII and the writer of the official script write those books? The writer did. The writer of the script of the game wrote those books. All of them. Yes, two of them. There are two books. (laughs) So uh, they will both have the same author when I look them up, and it will be the same guy. I do believe so. You don't even know the names of the books, so I don't know how you're going to look them up. I promise you that the internet is dumb enough for me to be like Final Fantasy VII novels, and it'll pull them up. But I mean, that's not dumb enough. That's smart if it if you just put a vague thing. It doesn't yeah, have a brain. It's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah, it's great. It doesn't have a brain. It, it, it's, I didn't say it was great. I said it wasn't smart. It's operated yeah. by smart people, sure. But in and um, of itself, can't think. Final Fantasy VII, the kids are all right. A Turk's side story. Authors it does last name first name yeah nojima kazushige tajima shou nomura tetsuya and then hold on while i delete kids aren't all right and replace with on the way to a smile also kazushige no, nojima 
probably the others as well, but it's just showing one author here. Four writers for Final Fantasy VII. So, I mean, he's in there, sure. But why wasn't he's, it in the game if he wanted to tell that story? He also, he wrote, he is the he is best known for writing several installments of Final Fantasy franchise, namely seven in its spinoffs, Advent Children and Crisis Core, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy X and X-2, in addition to the Kingdom Hearts story series and the glory of Heracles, and the story to subspace emissary mode in Smash Brothers Brawl. He also wrote the original lyrics of Liberi Fatale in eight and Suteki Dane and the Hymn of the Faith for Final Fantasy X. My man wrote everything. Alright, when when did the books for Final Fantasy VII come out? On the Way to a Smile was I think 2009 and came out in English in 2018. And the kids are alright. I'm forever ago in japan and i think 2019 for america all right because he wrote final fantasy 7 which we can agree is not the best story and then he wrote final fantasy 8 which we both agree is a terrible story so love 7 why did you think about the best i oh i i like 7 because 7 got me into rpgs like seven's my favorite game because mechanically it's fun to play i like the way material works and i like the character development but it's a very very basic story like i'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's the best written shit i've ever played that's not i don't like the way material works but i like it more than the junctions everything ever (laughs) is better than the fucking junction system my god oh i don't know why people want this is why is final final fantasy is so bad not like i don't i don't like subscribe to watching it just angry people who are angry to be angry even though i am often accused of being one of them but final fantasy 8 is rough it is rough there was a reviewer that i watched i want to say spoonie bard who did like a like a 34 video breakdown of like why final fantasy 8 is bad and so he was releasing them as he recorded them right so it was like a months-long thing to get this whole fucking rant out and I think by episode three, the Final Fantasy VIII fanboys had jumped in and were like blowing his, his comments up about why the junction system was good and how the draw system was efficient. That, 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 all that same shit that they always yeah, fanboys of everything are bullshit. <laughs> those same things fanboys spew. So his fourth video in this 34 video installment is just a 30 minute video of him drawing from one, I want to say, bug bite to get all of the spells that it has while he just goes the fuck off about how it's not. He's like, is this engaging content? Is this what you came here to see? You'd love, you love this. This is the shit that makes your dick harder about this. And it was probably the funniest half an hour on the internet for a while of him just going knee deep into Final Fantasy VIII fans who told him the drawing wasn't a problem while he just drew to get the spells clear on one enemy. Fucking hilarious. Why would you draw the clear one enemy? But no, his, his the whole point of this, because so people like me, right? You can't supply me with the ability to get a hundred of a thing with relative ease. Like drawing magic is relatively easy. It's just monotonous and time consuming. So you it's it's very unreasonable for you to present me with the ability to like encounter I think like 12 different enemies on Beside Island before you really kick into the game each of which has their unique spell list, each of which I can get a hundred of those right off the bat immediately. It is wild for you to build that system 
and assume that I'm not just going to go get a hundred of all the things so that I can try to make my character as survivable as possible. So his whole thing, it was just a 30 minute breakdown of doing that one time. To you show, can't like, expect me to not farm if there's a chance to farm. Right. Because I'm being sarcastic. I'm looking at, I'm looking at you, Stardew Valley. What do you mean? What? You have a whole game about farming. You love to farm. It's That's your shit. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm not growing crops. I have like my, the shit I pull is not just carrots that I sell at Jojo Mart. It is. I, I know you never at sell at Jojo Mart. I fucking know. <laughs> you don't, you do not go to Jojo Mart. Now that you said Jojo Mart, there's just this thing in my head and you just fucked me over hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh, you're approaching me? I I can't sell you things if I don't approach you. <laughs> but I thought it was going to be a shop clerk, but it was me, Dio. <laughs> oh my God, somebody help me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. I really wish we had like a pre-mixer <coughs> so I could have that be just the sound effect so like when one of us goes on a rant too long we just, yes 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 oh my yes, god yes, yes oh my god oh man but yeah my farming like effectively builds into my character it's not carrots to sell at the fucking general store yeah, i use I'm those not... to be able to get the materials i need to upgrade my weapons yeah i'm not selling lettuce to buy a gift to build a friendship with i don't know npc q I'm farming for fire at the junction to my attack because that's fucking how this goddamn universe Ooh. works. You're I, not good at this. I fucking nobody's <laughs> good at it. In the first I am. <laughs> I hate it, but I'm good at in it. The, in the first hour? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you do in the first fully only 60 minutes? Carry thunder. On. Junction thunder. Fire goes higher to attack. No. Thunder, thunder goes higher to hit Fire points. does best on defense. Thunder does more for hit points. I auto junction whatever the fuck the, the thing is. I auto junction to attack. Oh, so whatever it says, that's, that's the worst. It, it works better than in the first hour. It works better than anything else. Like I, my first few playthroughs, I didn't really pay much attention to junction. I did auto junctioning. Then I learned shit like junction aura to your attacks and junction full life to your HP. Then your attack is two hundred fifty five and your HP is nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine then you can just avoid battles or only go to the battles that you need to get parts for to farm your... Like, the crafting in 8 was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Everything in 8 was bullshit. The story was bad. The fucking magic system was bad. The story was pretty good. The story was fucking bullshit. How many times you do like I need to rescue this story. bitch? I don't want to hear it. How many times do I need to rescue this bitch? How many times? One no yeah she hired whole, you to go on missions with her the whole beginning plot is rescue renoa we have to go save renoa from the tv station and then she takes off and then we got to go find her oh we found her oh now she got captured by idea we got to go rescue her she rescues you once that's fair i'll give you that one but then she gets blasted into space later gotta go save her from that too how many like if i cut off no that one isn't gotta save her that's squall the codependent like her going into space was her decision it was the best decision to save everyone, but no, let's go stop this. But she's still a damsel. Damsel, she was still in distress. I left the whole last planet, so uh, you don't rescue her from the not TV only station. you take her to the TV station, but then she makes terrible life decisions there that I guess will save her from. Saving Renoa is the crux of the story the whole time, and then they're like, "It's not boring enough. Let's do time travel. That always makes sense." 
<laughs> I need you to know, seven is just save Earth, save Earth, Earth can be saved now. It's over. <laughs> and then from there, it's when was, fight Sephiroth. When was, the, when was the first time I had to save Earth? The church. Okay, I didn't. Like, I didn't have to save Earth there. My Earth fights. You have the choice whether to have her fight there or not. But the uh, plotline thing is, you're rescuing her. Look, I she escorted her. you to be her. I escorted her home, sure. And then we tried to leave her behind, and she brought herself on the adventure. I didn't go rescue her from her house to bring her with me. She showed up. I had to rescue Tifa from Don Carreno's house. You had to rescue both of them from there. No, Aerith went with me. Like, I didn't have to go to Carreno's mansion to rescue her. That's not what happened. Corneo? Whoever. Mark Hamill. I did not like that. That was... I did not no, rescue. Not I did not rescue Aerith from Mark Hamill's house. I rescued Tifa from Mark Hamill's house. You have to rescue her from the Turks, and then the Turks hold it. Up. That's the church. You go into the 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 first time you legitimately have to go out of your way to rescue Aerith is the Shinra building. You have to go to the Shinra building to rescue Aerith. Yes, I will give you that. The second time, the plot revolves around. Oh, we got to go get Aerith. Is the Temple of the Ancients, which she does not live through. Yeah, that just means you failed at getting here. Which is fine. Like I hate when they. It's make not ideal. That, fail. It's not <laughs> ideal that you failed, but also I don't have to do that shit again. Like it's, I, it's not going to be a, another recurring plot. Oh, we got to go save Aerith. She's dead. You, uh, you had to save Renoa twice. So it's the same amount of saves. Because again, the TV station, you don't really save her you all have to get out of there she's just with you to get out of there that's not saving her unless that counts what? as saving you too no, the <laughs> first the first save is you you go on the mission because renoa picked a war she can't win and you have to save her that's not a damsel in distress that's a general who hires mercenaries which is your job and your whole thing is your mercenaries i you can try to like manipulate and finagle i'm not manipulating i mean your seed your children your child mercenaries which first off Wow. <laughs> Did a damsel pick a fight she could not win and then rely on others to rescue her? It, that's a yes or no. I don't need to extrapolate. I don't need to expound. Yes or no. Is that what happened? No. No? She doesn't need saving? Why'd she hire me? To fight alongside her. Right. Her war that she picked that she can't win. Ah, so Tio McDole picked a war he can't win. No, he was assigned to that war. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That was a, that was a fucking... He kind of was assigned to that one. Like, yeah, that was a fucking a death like that was a deathbed wish. Like, <laughs> like that's different. A deathbed wish is different than fucking I'm gonna pay X amount of gold for three of your people. I'm gonna I build an army. No, it's I'm gonna build an army so I can pick this fight. She hadn't picked the fight yet. She didn't was... pick army. What do you mean? Is an army six people? Yes, in that case. I mean y'all are fucking we're soldiers. But let's be very real. I was her army. Let's go down the like. How smart is Renoa Hartley? She picked a war with Galbadia, right? Are we are we still on the same page? Yeah. Her full party, cool, consisted of her, Watts, and what's his name? Like those were her. To... Those were her soldiers. That's it. That was who she picked a fucking war with an army with. That bitch is there, a damsel in distress. There were far more members, but the only ones who are seen, there are six members, but they state that there are way more. There are even two other resistance groups, the Forest Fox and the Forest Duck. Oh, I strictly mean the Forest Owls, her group. They, they were all part of the same group. They were just 
divisions. Like, I don't know anything I could compare it to other than like... They're affiliated with the Forest Fox and the Forest Duck. They are not members of the same group. Let me pull it up. Cooperate with two other resistance groups. The Forest Fox led by an elderly woman. The Forest Duck, however, is only one dude. Like, it's literally stated he's the only member. There's two other resistance groups, so they're different. Also, she had a gangsta-ass plan that if it weren't for the fact that they had a fake dangling there, she'd have had it handled right there. Look, you think a woman would be better at handling a fake dangling. But yeah, Zone and Watts clearly state there are many other members. But yeah, Zone is the guy you couldn't think of. Yeah, so Zone, Watts, Renoa. Do you know who the army in the forest house before we showed up was? Angelo. Angelo was the whole That's fighting force. <laughs> the whole fighting force. They would be. But he needed this useless bitch to be on the fucking squad for him to do anything. <laughs> oh, I... There are six members seen in game, with mm-hmm. the owls being led by Zone, Watson, Renoa. And that doesn't count your party. Who That's are the other four thing. members? Or the other three members? Sorry. The two members of Forest Fox and the member of Forest Duck are counted as Forest Owls, according to this. That's hilarious. So, fully six members at absolute maximum. No, they say there are more. It's just that's what's shown. It literally. Where do they say there are more? I played this game numerous times and I've never seen where it been, says there are more. They've been giving information from other forest owls. So that means there are at least more. Wait, at least one more? No, they, they say owls, not owl. So, so at, at least, least two, two more. more. We'll pump them yeah. up to pump them up to a big old eight. To be fair, Yabadia's army consists of five dudes and then a bunch of monsters. I mean. No, because there's like there's individual NPCs that are human that fight you. That's true. Like you have Galbadia soldiers, you don't have Forest Owl soldiers. It's because they're a resistance. Like I don't know if you know how resistances. I work, know exactly how resistances work, but if you're gonna fight a war, you need somebody that can I don't, I don't know fight. I mean, they all oh, they do sabotage, they do bombings. They're a resistance. They're freedom fighters. I'm trying not to use the words that I want to use because. It's you can say the T-word. Honest. You can say the T-word. It's okay. <laughs> they're a terrorist cell. <laughs> but they're, they're a terrorist cell in the way that Germany viewed the French resistance as a terrorist cell because they were like, this is our area. And they're like, get the fuck out of my home. See, I would use that word more than I would use freedom fighters because freedom fighters includes the idea that maybe some of them can fight. And I have not seen that in my many playthroughs of Final Fantasy. I mean, Renoa can fight. Renoa can fight once I show up. She could always fight. She just wasn't fighting. Well, she probably was fighting. We just don't see it. But she hires us. Look, she literally saying, goes, hey, we're starting this war. And my I'm bitch hiring pops in, you. My bitch pops in two levels lower to me right now. So I, she's been fighting. She's been not doing a very good goddamn job of it. Which, maybe. Very maybe. But you would think that if you're like, you're like the only fighter in the war that you're fighting, you'd have like a, you'd be a higher level. If you're getting all the experience, why the fuck are you only level five? It just started, and they <laughs> hired you guys as soon as they started. They were like, "Hey, we're planning on doing some shit." And then, oh no, because she had to, she had to pick the fight, realize that they needed help, make the arrangements to get to Balam, plan to go see her fucking. The last time she got railed, okay. see for Okay, first off, I love that, but she didn't pick the fight and then realize she was like, "Hey, we're gonna fight." Fuck, we don't have enough people. Let me hire some mercenaries. She didn't she originally was, pick the fight. She'd have been wiped. I think, she'd have yeah, been she'd have been fucking wiped. Yeah, I don't. I that, think. So I think she was already entrenched. They already had a base. They already had shit established. They already had connections established. You don't do that on day one. Yeah, you do. 
No, you don't. So you pick the base. You're like, okay, this house. Where did she? Where did she get the money to buy the market mercenaries? Don't say her dad. Don't say her dad. Yeah, that's where she got it. She got the money. So her Where dad funded his money. Don't say tight. his dad's hang tight. Mind. Don't say his dad's hang mind. I didn't say his dad's emerald mine. Hang tight. You're telling me that the general of fucking Gabadius forces funded the resistance that he was fighting. That's what you're telling it. me. Her, they his daughter was speaking. like, "Hey, what I do need you money. mean? He, they weren't talking. That was like the whole thing when you went back to the fucking city. Is that she hadn't talked to him in years? Was it years? It was fucking more than last week." I don't think it's ever established how long it was, but yes, I mean, it she's... is because she says she doesn't talk to him and she hasn't been home in months because he makes a comment about it. Okay, so he months. locks her in. Okay, more than last week, more than just started. Way less than years. <laughs> okay, sure. Where did she get the money? If she just started and then came and got you immediately, where did she get the money if she had that contact with her dad in months? She took money with her. She's rich. Like, even I, I appreciate nickname... your fucking fence swinging, man. This is great. She, you're absolutely fence swinging how where is it established that she took money from her dad before she left okay first off what the where, fuck does fence swinging mean that means you're swinging for the fences to try to get this oh, excuse okay. to work <laughs> hey you're equally swinging for the fences to try to get the for sure but i'm not it's i'm not sitting game. we need I, to establish it's a, that it's a, yeah it's absolutely a bad game that's been fully established there's I'm nothing like, oh, i'm just there's nothing on this back of like yes, the, yes, the yes. problem oh my God. where we've run into this is where you tried to establish that maybe this section wasn't that bad. And it's exactly that fucking it's fucking trash. Oh, Final Fantasy Eight sucks. And I know you I know everybody is tired of hearing about how Final Fantasy Eight sucks. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's what I was trying to maybe well, point out a counterpoint. So we were talking about Final Fantasy Eight more? Look, look, people don't listen because they're like, oh, what's, what's he going to say about what's great about Final Fantasy VIII this week? Yeah, they listen to hear how you're going to come unhinged. They love that for some reason. I fucking hope so. I'll do it, baby. If you guys want to hear it, Daddy's got You'll you. You'll do it even birds. if they don't want to hear it. Let's Daddy's, Daddy's got you, baby birds. <laughs> like I'll fully snap if I need to. He snapped long ago. Oh, and I haven't unsnapped is the thing. I'm like an ultra Thanos. No, I mean, your mind snapped. Me. There's no one snapping that. Oh, I mean, it's bold of you to assume that it was ever not. Well, it has to be not originally. That's how that works. That At some purple, point in time, you had to have lost it. Purple rumor. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's no, a wild fun. trip. It always is. It always is. Final Fantasy VIII sucks. If you disagree, that's fine. That's one of the best Final things Fantasy about Final also sucks. I mean, you are talking from a place of trauma, not a place of analysis. No, we've, just we've like discussed that. You have told me yeah, yourself specifically. I have big trauma with it. Yes, you told me that yourself I've... specifically that you enjoyed the game before that trauma was introduced to you. Yeah, I was a young child, or well, not a young child. I was a teenager on heavy drugs. Okay, having played it recently, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. But you played bad. it after trauma was introduced to you like it's almost impossible for anybody to view a thing that traumatizes them from a place of neutrality it's just natural oh no i just the story was boring and basic it wasn't like thinking of janet being freaked out it was just fucking eh. stories are boring and basic final fantasy stories are boring and basic if you break them down to their like core elements they're all fucking basic as shit final fantasy 7's got one of the most fucking boring stories that you could just fucking lay out like that and I love that. And I like the pivot in the middle, or like essentially the same story over and over from all the others. Take down the evil empire. Oh shit, that guy! That guy has done something way bigger. We'll 
we'll deal with you guys later. I'll be back. Right, I do like, love that. I love that they just draw. Okay, and we're not engaging with you guys anymore. We got. Have you seen this guy? And he made a dome in that crater. We should be worried about this. Yes. Like I love Sweden, and every Sweden game is just the same story. Yeah, it's just a fun story. Yeah, there are stories that are fun. There are fun ways to tell a story. Sure. Ken did something original, but it also essentially did the end of Dallas, except instead of it was all just a dream, Titus was all just a dream. No, Final Fantasy X was fine up until the fucking the last five minutes. That's that's the worst part of the story, hands down, bar none. No, the worst part to me is. I love Waka. I, I love Waka, but he's the worst part of the story. That's just because your social justice ideals. That's the only reason no. that's the worst part of the story. Because when I'm you... not a fan of Blitzball, and that's his whole personality. <laughs> All that and protect Yuna. I fucking love Blitzball. Blitzball is so much fun. It's Blitzball is the best mini like. I'll, I'll, okay, here's here's the caveat, right? Final Fantasy VIII is a fucking dumpster fire, garbage trash game, and I hate everything about it except for Triple Triad. Triple Triad is fantastic. Blitzball is the best minigame since Triple Triad. I'll die on that hill. Tetramaster is a fucking dumpster fire. You're a dumpster fire. Nothing about Tetramaster makes sense. It has been explained to me by 30 different fucking people who all swear to God that their way of it makes sense. It has been explained all different ways, all 30 of those times. It's fucking trash it is the worst of the card games ever introduced it's the only thing about final fantasy 9 i don't like fucking hate it personally i feel it's way better than triple triad what the fuck yeah <laughs> that's i that didn't is, know it was possibly to be wrong that loud that be is the, throughout the whole house i promise you i'm gonna do a poll i'm gonna do a poll yes among all your friends no 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 we'll put it we'll put it up on the official shit and we'll share it if if you can get 20 people to tell me that tetramaster is better than triple triad i will come on the show and admit that i was wrong you're the first person in my life i've ever heard say that sentence that's insane to me that is fully crazy i've never i've never heard that opinion ever and i've been talking about these games for fucking we'll try it as a game where you can accidentally challenge the wrong guy, and all the rules change. Like, okay, that's a bad game. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that that section isn't wild, but at least there are rules. With Tet- with Tetra Master, I've been playing Final Fantasy IX since it came out. I have had people explain this game to me. I have yet to lay down a card and know confidently what the fuck is about to happen. Ever. The only thing I I know that if I put an arrow against nothing. I'll get the card. But if I put an arrow against an arrow, no matter what, that is more random than any dice roll I've ever rolled in my life. Not I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. None of the numbers make sense. None of the stats are explained. If I'm using air quotes on stats. I can have a higher number in both of those spots and still lose my fucking card. None of that shit makes sense. You it, either both of those spots. What? I'm not sure what you meant by in both of those spots. So there's two numbers. There's like fucking one, eight, there's four. There's four, there's four values. Yes. Yes. But there's like letter, number, letter, number, letter. None of this is ever fucking explained. I've number, letter, every, number, number. Okay. I've gone through every fucking tutorial on Tetra Master. None of how this shit lands out. simple and easy to understand. Go for it. First value is the power of the card. Sure. 
The second value is the battle class of the card. Okay. The third value is okay. This is me going out of memory. That the third mm-hmm. is either physical defense or magical defense. Okay. And the fourth is whichever the third isn't. Okay. Each of the stats for power they have a hexadecimal scale. So zero is weakest and F is the strongest. Okay. Whenever a card's value is assessed, it looks between the minimum and maximum numbers that correspond for the value. So like, are they still cut hedgehog pies in nine, yep. or is that just a seven? Okay. Hedgehog pie cards were like somewhere between 1 and 4 P, because it's physical, 60. The battle class stats, it was P was physical, M was magical, X is like both, and A is assault. A will attack the lowest value of a card, X will attack the lowest of the two defenses, P will attack the physical defense, and M will attack the magical defense. And then it just does health subtraction from there. Could you explain to me why whenever I line up a higher attack against the defense, I still lose? Whether I you make mean a higher letters... attack against the defense. Yeah, so if my attack is four and the magical defense is two, why does the magical defense beat my attack? Okay, so you're doing a four M2? I don't know, right? Because that... Also, real fast, yeah. explain to me where in the game this is all explained so that I understand how to play it inside of, of the game itself. I don't have that knowledge because I didn't play nine until after I'd played eleven. And when you when eleven first came out, you could pay a dollar more a month to have access to Tetramaster online and I played it against people. So what I will and tell you in there there was a strategy guide. What I will tell you is that nowhere you get one explanation of how the card game works in the very beginning of the game from Alleyway Jack. He takes you back to the bar and explains to you how the card game works. Nowhere in his explanation does it explain what any of those numbers mean. It doesn't explain what is where. It doesn't explain any of the class types. So you are in, in the raw game, and that's why they fixed it in nine because or in eleven, because it was so poorly received in nine. Because there's nothing in the game that tells you how the game works. At least with triple triad, you can go to the card fucking queen and she explains how each rule works in each region, why it does what it does, how it does what it does, and how you can remove that rule. No, it's the lady in Town by the train station. I appreciated the quest for, like, going against all of them in eight. That was cool. But I guess it's personally just that I've played and mastered it. And again, it's a mathematics and coding thing. If you're good at both of those, then it all makes perfect sense. But if you're I not... mean, I guess, but most people aren't. And it's it's a mini game that's included in a game that is for like for the general populace. It's not a game designed for coders. Except God. for the mini except for except for the mini game. Except for the mini game. The mini game is fully hundred percent designed for coders. I feel like, like the, the dev team type of thing. was like just tired of losing at triple triad and was like, I'm gonna make my version of cards. That's not a you thing. I really that's, hate that's when you do that. Why? <laughs> Because most nerds don't even sound like that anymore. That was like an 80s wearing braces thing. Okay. Most nerds don't well, need to be feel attacked when I say it. It's not about them. But, like, the most powerful thing, which people always fail to see because they see an F and think it's the worst, F is the top of the line. It is the highest value in hexadecimal. So I remember I had a high wind card that had an F. It was, f- I want to say, 4F. 
fifty or some shit like that. Okay, that's four F five zero. Sure, they're each different things. It's not. A and, I, and I want to tell you, I promise you, on the lives of my children. Yeah, I never ever played that card in a battle against another card and won. Not one time. Well, if it was, if it actually was a four. Uh, wait, did you say four F? Four F. Yes. That's not possible. The second letter is either P, A, X, or M. Well, then it may have been like a fucking F, P or some shit. I don't remember. Okay. but I know it was F because it was like, that's real good. That's like but the you only... said 50? So yeah. 5, 0. Sure. Which means if anything played an M, even if it was just a 1 power, it'll beat it because it goes against your magic defense, which is the second number. But I played first. it. I played it against every fucking... So this is like what I was trying to figure out how this game works. I played it against every type of card I could play it against and never fucking won ever, ever. That's that's what I mean when I say this game doesn't make any fucking sense. And the high one's not a very powerful card. It's just nice it should, to have. It's, it should be better than a, like a 0M, right? I lost to that. I lost in a card battle to like zero attack power cards all the time. Like, and I don't know if it's different when you play it at 11. No, it's if, the same because I've if, played 9 since. Because, but Tetramaster in nine is is not good. Like, there's no no way within the game to learn it. And at the time, the you remember Brady strategy guides for Final Fantasy nine, right? Shit was the worst. They wanted you to do everything on the fucking play the online website. website that you had to pay for. Yeah. And when you went to the website, there was nothing on there about how to play that fucking game. Hate Tetramaster. And I, you know, I look for opportunities to rip Final Fantasy eight apart. So. If I feel like a quality of eight is better than a quality of nine, it's got to be. There's got to be relevant somewhere for me to even fucking have the guts to say that to myself. But yeah, Tetramaster was great, or not Tetramaster. Triple Triad was great. I didn't like Tetramaster. I, I fucking there's struggled. not a high wind card. Fucking airship, whatever the fuck it is, it's a little airship thing. I assumed it was high wind because that was the Final Fantasy trip. But it was the the picture of it was the airship from four. I see, yeah, just the airship. We don't. We don't need to like break down the details of what this card could possibly be and why it happened. I promise you that we don't need to do that. I mean, there are fixed stats, so I was just wanting to see what they were for that. Okay. Yeah, I love Blitzball. Blitzball was great for me. I am excited to see like what, what if any mini games they put into sixteen, because I really liked what was it from Intergrade, the little chess battle thing that Yuffie had. Yeah, that was cool. I can't that remember the name of it. That was a lot of fun. It. That was pretty dope. Since I personally haven't played Intergrade, well, no excuses now. Definitely are. It wasn't. It won't let me. Like from yours, it tells me it can't work. Apparently, no, I'll, I'll go down there and fight with it. Well, this was also like right when we all moved in together, so right, it may be fixed now. But I haven't. Oh yeah, no, I assume that now that the PlayStation's linked up with my account, it should be fine. Okay, cargo ship is. 2p60 so it's mostly a worthless card okay i may be misremembering i don't fucking know i'm sure it was my fault for however i played the game but i hate that naming way has no arrows because it's fucking 7m77 and boko is 7p77 which that's not the max value but that's still really powerful (laughs) it's just like nope (laughs) i promise if he had nine arrows i would lose a fight with it for sure 100 percent. no questions that would bother me 
It's I like I I cannot explain to you the show. No, I just meant the nine arrows when there's only eight directions. It, that, be that's like, my point. Fuck? There could be an arrow in the middle. I would still lose. It wouldn't matter. But like, I can't explain to you how many times I broke a controller over Tetramastic. Shattered a fucking dual shock. Why are you admitting that? Because the fucking game's unplayable. That's my problem. Like I, I re I had to reset because I wanted to win the fucking tournament that you have to play in Treno. And no matter what I did, no matter what cards I picked, it took me probably fucking eight or nine retries before I was Benny, finally good job. before I was finally People. able to like trip and stumble my way through that bullshit. But yeah, it was just exhausting trying to get a fucking through those card fights just to get the fucking win. <clears throat> Tetra Master drove me fucking crazy. It's that's only the what that's the first of two times I've ever broken a controller. One was Final Fantasy Nine on Tetra Master, and one was Final Fantasy Ten. And ten was the uh, Chocobo race to get the yeah sun, the fucking sun, I think. yeah that shit. Uh, the worst mini games I've played in the JRPG: Chocobo Race and Ten, Chrono Cross beating the dragons, Xeno Gears is card game. I don't think I ever played that. It's a game of speed. Like Ooh, the actual why. card game speed. Speed is a real card game. It's also a drug. Ten's lightning bolts also <laughs> somewhat on there. Fucking Ten's mini games. I'm glad Blitzball yeah. was great because the rest of them were fucking hot trash. FF9 had one that I agree is the worst game on the planet, and that's the jump rope. Oh, I did hate jump rope. I hate jump rope. I hate racing hip hop. I hate both of those. Those are both um, fucking terrible. In Tales of Symphonia, there's a mini game. Called Uncle. If it's anything like the real game called Uncle, I don't like that. What's that? That's just where you physically abuse somebody until they scream Uncle. Oh no, no! It's this wild mini game that you have to. That if you invest a lot of time into it, you get the title Midlife Crisis. Fair, fair. Seven CPR. I'm good at it, but that. Oh yeah, I'm glad you only have to do it like a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, I'm one of the only people I know that got it on the first try like at school people were like how the fuck and i'm just like wasn't easy for you get good scrub or whatever the dark souls guys say i hate them same yeah i never struggled with the cpr it was like get it to the top and then press the button i was like okay and it's saying we're at the top cool Earth by sleep ice cream snap fruit splatter and rumble racing i hated all of them oh yeah i haven't i haven't played kingdom hearts 3 Try to remember any any mini games in Kingdom Hearts three. Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, there was a, a cherry plan challenge and honeydew plan challenge, and those were, X. those were just to like fight. Those were just fight challenges. No, like in getting twelve three? million points in Baromrex. Oh yeah, that's still a fight. You go into the game and fight to get points. Yeah, but it's yeah. Like but, all of all of Kingdom Hearts 3's mini games are just battle, like battle challenges. Like the the flan challenges, one of them is like juggle the flan for this many rounds. It's just shit like that. And then with Blitzball, I just want to know what coked up German geneticist thought. I am going to make the game come to complete stop, wherein the players will play underwater football than basketball, water polo for no reason other than to bring any story momentum to a screeching halt. The rules will be like Calvin Ball, where rules will be created at the moment of gameplay. Points mean nothing, and there's no downside to losing. And the crazier part was the dev team was like, yeah, that's good. I thought you didn't like Tetra Master. I don't understand what's happening right now. Talk about Blitzball. Oh. That's why I said Calvin Ball and Water. It was like all of like the core problems kind of applied across the board, so I was just a little confused. 
basically what I the one thing I do love about it is Yoshi Norikita say it was just like I made a thing and they were like what he's like I made this game he made it by himself and someone else on the team when they were trying to think of what to do with Waka's celestial weapon made that the requirement and Kitase himself is apologetic for that <laughs> I fully I I really enjoyed Blitzball it was it was the most it like it was it had substance to it like you could if you wanted to play to to gain extra shit to make your characters better, you could do that. That was that was an option for you, and you could do that with Triple Triad. I never got shit out of a game of Tetra Master, except another Tetra Master card. And I just, there's yeah, you no. You said you didn't win in Trino. I'm like, no, I did. I did. I oh. I had, it took me like nine resets or some shit to get that. So I got like one accessory once. One of the best games since so I can show I don't just hate on mini games. Chinchi Roman. What? Chinchi Roman from Suikoden One. The dice game. Oh, Chichorin, right. You gotta, if it's the thing we haven't discussed and you insist on using the not English word for it. That's uh, what it's called. I know that's what it's called. You, you always tell me that's what it's called. Like I'm, like, I'm dumb enough that I don't know that that's what it's called. But you have to try to pronounce it in like a way that an American would pronounce it so I know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I said Chichorin. Yeah, no, that's not how an American reads that word. I'm an American. No, you're not. You're Japanese. But I live in America. Yeah, fucking. You weren't born and raised here. Your first Eng- your first language is not English. Tiger, tiger. Sorry, I was Googling. Fucking what? It's this awful fucking mini game in Xenoblade Chronicles. And you need to play it over and over again just to get one of the story blades more powerful. That sounds dreadful. And kind of the roller coaster in seven. Just because it was boring, not like it was hard or anything. Oh, you know, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the shooting gallery in seven and Gunner Gauntlet in Final Fantasy X too. I did hate that. I, I I got eventually good at it out of necessity, but it was not fun. One that I love, which is puts me at odds with most of the rest of the Final Fantasy fandom, Fort Condor. I'm incredibly neutral on Fort Condor. Like I'm not. I don't hate it. I'm not bad at it but I will only ever do it that one time. Like I do it when the story is like, you have to do this to get the thing. And I'm like, all right, I got to do that to get the big materia. So cool. One of the most fun Final Fantasy mini games to me is Chocobo Hot and Cold. I fucking love that. That was good. I like that. Like I like I said, Tetra Master is the only thing about nine. I don't like that. And those fucking other two mini games. But like most of the game is dope. Chocobo Hot and Cold, Chocobo Hot and Cold is dope as shit. That's one of those things where, like, I'll specifically go out of my way. Like, oh, Chocobo Force is available. We're stopping the game for a while. Cool, cool, cool. Every time. Yeah. I'm like, there's, there's shit in boxes, and I have to go get them. Outside of Tetra Master, what's your least favorite? Because we've already established Tetra Master. Yeah. So. Like, in, in nine or in general? In general. And across all JRPGs. Oh, man. Phew. I'm going to leave the racing and the jump rope out because those are also fucking terrible. Man, I'm trying to think of like mini games that require your you to play them because because if it's a bad one, have to be required. No, I know. I'm just saying if, if it's a bad one, that is where my trauma will be is when the game made me do it. Ah, I don't know. Most of them are at least passable. I I didn't like the Kingdom Hearts too many games like the job board games. If hmm. Like the job board stuff, like fucking slapping the posters up and shit like that. Oh, that was fun for me. 
I enjoy that I'm, kind of shit. Anything where like I have to learn a completely different way to play the game, those are gonna be frustrating. I'm like, I can traverse this town on this fucking skateboard fairly okay. I'm like, oh, you got to do it real fucking good in order to do that. I'm like, oh, fucking goddamn it. We do have a question that was sent to me. Oh. Yes, I'll uh, ask it. You answer. And I'll give mine. All right. What trophy slash achievement in video games was both fulfilling to you and nerve wracking or annoying to get? And they say no platinums. So. Oh well, that's fucking dumb. All right, all platinums just about are like, yeah, I got it, but goddamn. Well, no. So I mean, the 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 initial trophy that popped up was my platinum for X Men Legends because this is the first platinum I ever got. And let me. Give me a second. Let me gander through my trophy list real fast because it, it had to be a game that pops the fuck out at me. Because I don't... And while you look, I'll answer. Yeah, I don't prioritize trophies very hard. Like, you got to go well out of your way to get me to be like, oh, trophy support, fuck you. You're weird. <laughs> Why? Because, well, especially nowadays where the Sony Rewards thing rewards us for them. I mean, sure. But for me, it's the stray catnap i liked it it was cute where you just curl up beside the musician for an hour but it was an hour where i couldn't touch the controller and with the way andrew keeps our tv set up if we change to another input the ps5 turns off or goes into rest mode Ooh, i hate that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's so i had to sit there for an hour of real life but the music was awesome it was cool it was very chill the cat was purring the whole time, so it was just this very chill ambiance. I loved it. Yeah, you you do be on a cute is the most important quality thing sometimes. No, I don't. Bruh. I enjoy cute, but I was saying the ambiance, like the sound, mm. the music combined with the cat purring was very soothing sounds. And it was. I was playing that when I was particularly stressed with work because it was when they were supposed to give me that two grand bonus that they never did yeah don't ever listen to those motherfuckers again so i was just waiting and i'm like <laughs> and i'm playing that game like oh this is very nice. no i know what then. it is it was before we moved so it was knowing yeah. that we had to find a place and that dude had just scammed me yeah and then i okay go ahead mine is the tree in a Uden chronicle rising so the reason was because for whatever reason after my uh, my ps4 version of the game glitched and so when i went into hard mode to fight the tree boss in a Yugen chronicle to get the platinum for my ps4 he won't spawn and you know you watched me shut sh- sh- i'm saying that's why when i finally got oh, it it yeah. was so such a reward because like i just was like, couldn't get man. it couldn't get it he just <laughs> would not spawn for me and i had you know, like I this tried man it. in real life, I was sitting there because we were, at the time, we were both gaming in the living room. We just had him in the library section of the living room. And we're just playing, and he's just like, cool, cool, yeah, cool. I guess it's not there again, cool. Yeah, I went, it was like, I reset the system for like an hour to try and get that to spawn so that I could get that platinum. And then I tried it for a couple hours a day for like three weeks and it just wouldn't load the tree for me to fight it so i I think that's what made getting that trophy as well as the platinum really because that was the last thing i needed for the platinum really fucking made that shit matter i was like normally i don't fuck about trophies those do not matter to me trophies typically tell me because most time in game when you get a trophy it corresponds to receiving something in game as well especially with rpgs 
So it's like, do this cool thing. And because you did that, you get like a secret weapon or something like that. So they tell me, they give me something to work for. Right. I mean, for me, even in that case, for me, that's the item. Well, like, I'm you going don't for know the item. items. That, well, you do because you check guides on everything right away. Oh, I try. I try to hold off on that. So I like, that's why when you came downstairs, I'm like, yeah, I'm using a guide for this. You're like, yeah, why would I blame you? And I'm like, it's weird to me. <laughs> I mean, I typically try to go without a guide, but like, I want the, the problem with playing without a guide now, right? In the 90s, when we were kids, cool. Uh, but now the problem is, right, that we have jobs, we have day lives, we have shit we have to do every day. Yeah, it's eight to 10 to 12 hours of my day are pre-spoken for before I get to do anything for myself. And now I have, you know, my games that I'm going to play. And the issue therein is like, I don't have the time to just play through this game four or five times to find all the shit. Cause by, you know, like we're playing midnight suns. Now two weeks, another game comes out that you want. Would you be playing Tuesday? Another yeah. game I want comes yeah. out. But and then we have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. But like, if we didn't, we don't, we'll never get to properly enjoy games if we're only playing if we're like going through without a guide is great if you have the time to do that like with the situation that we're in especially as like guys who make content for gaming platforms like it's fully exhausting to try to play through blind hope that i get everything i like if i do it with a guide if i do like a spoiler free guide which spoilers don't apply to me anymore i'm fully out of fact but like if I go with the spoiler-free guide, I can get the full gaming experience on a playthrough and then move on to another game that I need to play, have to play, want to play. I don't get when, the full experience if I use a guide because I don't get to feel accomplished. Like if there's puzzles or anything like that. You don't have to use it for that. You don't, you don't have to use it for that. Like that's the thing, right? Is a guide just helps you to get the most out of your gameplay. Like if, if you want to do the puzzles on you don't have to pull up a guide for that. But if you want to get all of the weapons to have that fucking experience so that you can fully appreciate a game, guides are great for that. I'm not going to feel a lack of accomplishment because I acquired information. That's how we learn and grow as people. Like acquiring information is never going to make me feel like a, a less successful person. I've been, you know, taught my whole life that getting information is the goal. So if I can go and get information to play this game as well as I possibly can, I'm going to do that. It's, it would I, it would feel limiting to not do it for me. For me, it's pretty much the opposite. To get the information myself is accomplishment to me. Like my yeah, but what if life, you don't? What if you never get I the information? Then I don't. Then I'll hear about it, and that's something I'll work for to find out how to do. I need you to know that it's literally... Our situations in life inform this. My, I have to depend on other people for almost every aspect of my life. So doing something on my own feels important to me, whereas you are much more independent. So it's not, oh, look, another way I need more people with you. It's just, hey, this is something I can get. There's no wrong part for either of us. I was just... No, for sure. I just... I would feel like I was failing myself if... I left a piece of the game unplayed and unexperienced. See, that rarely happens to me just because I literally search every corner and like, so games take me a while, but like I'll play straight through a weekend with 
only getting a total of two hours of sleep the whole weekend. Sure. Let me ask you like this, right? So without a guide, would you have ever for any reason used the tiger's eye on the wall in Grandstream saga and gotten that weapon? No. So that's just actually, a piece of the, that's actually, a piece yes. of the game. Why? Because I had no idea of that until you told me about it two years ago. I heard it through word of mouth, not a guy. <laughs> right. So what? That, so, that's yeah. My now point. that I've been told. Yeah. I'm saying but like, you've been you've been told, right? Yeah. So where I I would get that information from a guide, you found out 20 years after the game came out. But I mean, so that's a piece that of the weapon, game that you fully ha- never experienced for 20 years. I would feel. I would feel very defeated if I realized there was like a piece of one of my favorite games that I had left untouched for 20 years because I squirreled away from myself. But like I, I would be, thing. I would intentionally not get it. I mean, that's fine. Cool to know it's there, but but I would be mad fucking like I would be livid at myself for not having acquired that information when I was initially playing the game. Like in, that would feel like Soul a Hackers. I have the Satan Demon that's in my party at all times it's not equipped on anyone so that when i'm in a battle if i realize like hey i needed a big attack right now i can switch to it but it's only a last resort item because like i feel that things that take away all of the challenge unless it's a game i'm playing strictly for the story like i don't i don't want like fucking this ain't like dark souls where i'm like i need the challenge it's just i don't want it to be like I walk in, decimate everything the first playthrough. Like, New Game Plus is good for that, so I can come back after I've played through it and just fucking fuck everybody up. Alright. Yeah, no, and I, like, my first playthrough of stuff, I try not to fucking game break. Like, but especially now, especially now. You watch that dude who's like... (laughs) I just like like how Primal Liquid plays games. That's... (laughs) He doesn't do that on his first playthrough either. He's gotta. He doesn't games that are brand new within a day he's like and here's how you can fucking demolish everything and it's like ah he's always wet like all of his video clips of that shit though are always from like like when he did his crisis core stuff he had fucking he had like end game zach in all of those videos so he played through the story first and then made those videos after so he had to to get the the stuff he's got there he plays through them beforehand he's just he he gets so many views that he can get fucking way advanced copies of shit if he asked for it but yeah he plays through all of those first especially because like he doesn't have a day job his day job is youtube so he's got nothing but downtime to just play games and do that research it would be a lot harder for me to play the way he does just because i have to go to work every day yeah but yeah i mean if however you play the game is how you play the game unless you play dark souls and then why are you broken on the inside but every game i play i play for story and i don't need to like freight train the game like with tales of arise like i got fucking for beginning of the game busted ass weapons for dlc shit i didn't equip them because it fucking cheapened the shit out of what the story was trying to tell like the the desperation it was trying to give to those moments but bet your sweet ass if i go on a fucking new game plus run i'm wrecking the shit out of everything accessories you get for the dlc and soul hackers are broken because the stats of them level up as Ringo, your main character, levels up. Does a Beatles fan game? Is that what's happening? No, that's there's nothing that explains where her name came from. <laughs> there's Fig spelled F I G U E, and I was like, oh, cool, Fig and the Sig Figs. And then there was no one down there to appreciate that with me, so now I'm yeah. sharing it so you can hear it. That's funny. <laughs> Hashtag Dimension Twenty. 
<laughs> we haven't had a hashtag D20, We haven't had a fucking D20 guest session yet. Speaking of hashtag dropout content, when you do watch the season finale of Game Changer, make sure the subtitles are on and make sure you're watching. I, watching. I always <laughs> make sure the subtitles are on, baby. There's a point where Sam's laughing it. at the podium and it says, Sam once again laughing at the chaos and misconduct he has caused. Yeah. I mean, that's a game changer I watch. I don't watch much game changer because I need Brennan to be involved if I'm going to be able to engage with it. But I'll check that one out. Watch all of them. Mm. I've tried. Just like I know your brain is limited on what you can engage with. I mean, I just, I need the shit that I like and like that expands into other people. But the problem is like some of those episodes of Game Changer just feature the people that like I like them, but not enough for them to be the the focal point of why I'm tuning in. Like I focal point of why you're tuning in is Sam, the adversary. Like I like <laughs> like I like Izzy. I like Eric Ishii. Becca. I like why well, Becca Scott is rated up enough for me to tune in for her. <laughs> I'll tune in for Becca. But I have a huge crush on Becca. Like Siobhan. Like, but if like a game changer cast is Siobhan, Izzy, and Erica, I'm probably not gonna watch that. Oh, I'm gonna watch the shit out of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're cute. It's a joke. I mean they're, they're not not cute, but <laughs> How dare I put you like, in a situation? I almost, said, I almost <laughs> said no, and I'm like, well, that's not. <laughs> How dare I put you in a fucking bamboozle? <laughs> but uh, they're just Izzy. Izzy almost got me. She got me on Coffin Run. That was great. That was probably one of the best characters I've ever seen anyone play. It was fantastic. If Izzy gives me like two more D20 rolls like that, I'm on board fully. I like Erica. I really do. She's so good. She's so good at what she does, but like the voices she chooses for her tabletop characters just grind my fucking nerves. So it's like when I see her, I just picture the her coffin run character. Oh my god. It was like an ultra high pitched New York accent. That shit hurt. I love Siobhan. I really, really do. Okay, but for I those just... who haven't seen it, it's a transatlantic accent. Think like the female radio people in the She talks like Fran Drescher. I don't know about all that. It's it's. I mean, it's more in New York. It's more like Brooklyn than transatlantic. She doesn't talk like this. She talks like this for the entire show. And it's high-pitched and nasally, and some of her attacks require her to scream. I love Erica, but holy shit. They don't require her to scream. They just decided to do that for some They reason. apparently require her to scream. But Coffin Run is great. Um... I, I'm not a big fan of Erica, Erica's voice in that, but I will level the Dieb Jasmine something. She does. That bronze uh, girl. Who? That. You, you couldn't remember her last name. I was telling people her handle everywhere is that bronze girl. Yeah. She. At first, it's not a real racist. She tells a, she tells a very passable story. The story for Coffroom was great. Says it's very passable and then says it's great very passable so the problem right is that i i watch a lot of d20 and i'm used to like brennan and abria and their level of like immersion and how far they go in to the narrative level and how all of their characters sound completely different from one another and ah. with with jasmine all of her characters were nasally and from the same city right no matter where they were at in the world they were all nasally have, people from the same city i have a, a couple sets of news that I would like to start out with, I am I was right. That's your favorite sentence. I'm Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always 
information revealed. Johnny Young Bosch is Adam Park, MMPR Black 2, Zeo Green, and Turbo Green. Okay. So he's the Green Ranger there. Uh, Richard Horvats is back as back as Alpha. He wasn't he's Alpha not originally. Mighty Morphin Green. That's what everybody was asking about. Well, they were saying that they saw a Green Ranger and that was the only no, it's, Green there. No, it's Tommy. It's like Morphin Green. That's the Green Ranger that everybody has seen. Like it's in the video they put out is a video of all the MMPR Rangers. Is that what you were saying you were right about that he's the Green Ranger? Because that's not the case. Yeah, he's the only he, Green Ranger listed here at all. Well, I'm sure. They're not going to announce who that is now that John, John Jason David Frank is dead. Obviously. That would be stupid. It's come we have an actual date now. April nineteenth. Yes. And that's exclusively on Netflix. Yeah. I knew that too. But no, everyone was saying he wasn't any green and that his the green suit he had was some kind of weird he fucking I never saw that. I saw that people were saying he was mighty morphing green and he's not. Yeah. He might be. He I well, will put money on that. But I'll tell you what, if April nineteenth. You also comes told out, you also said he was not RPM, but one of the oh, three letter things. You were saying that the, his green outfit the, the, was for that. No, I'm saying that the vest that he was wearing in the show was for that because it says SPA on it in the same font as SPD, and it's a blue shirt, not a green one. He's not in green. I showed you the picture of him from the video. He's not in green at all. Where did I see him in green that I knew you, he was green? You, well, he's been green since fucking 1998. He was turbo green and zeo green. Like, I, Johnny Young Bosch being a Green Ranger is part of our childhood. That is not new information. That might be what it is. It Remember, people, I received brain damage in 2011 I'm and have most aware. of this missing. <laughs> that is why when you were like, I was right. I, with, I with trepidation, was like, about what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, a lot of people were doing a, a thing where they were like, well, the Mighty Morphin Green is there, so it's got to be Adam because he was a Green Ranger before. Which uh, and I that's stick with. Fucking silly. You're fucking silly. silly. You don't just snatch up somebody else's powers because you were the Green Ranger on a different team. That's not how the Morphin Grid has ever worked. Definitely yeah, not the Mighty Morphin powers. Definitely not the Mighty Morphin powers. Except yes. Oh? Well, yeah, the comics get real wild and you know that. Oh no, I mean like in the show. In the show, when did somebody just pick up someone else's Morpher and Morph? You've changed what we were talking about. You said when in the comics did somebody right. just pick up someone else's Morpher and Morph? Lord Draken. He picked up Tommy's Morpher and Morph. He's Tommy! No, he's other universe Tommy. They're That's genetically the identical. They're, it is exactly the same. Don't give me that shit. I need you to know my next one was going to be Tom. Don't fucking try that shit with me. <laughs> fucking Tom Oliver. They're the same fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, no, Adam. I realized I just... We love this. This is Adam, our friendship. Adam is for sure not the Green Ranger. If if Adam is the Green Ranger, you name me a game and I will buy you the top end edition of whatever that game is. Whoa. If Adam is the Green Ranger on April 19th. Don't make promises you can't. I fucking I'll keep that shit. Watch me. The old battalion. What? The old battalion. Okay. We don't have the space for the top end of that. I don't mean I won't buy it. I'll just put it in storage. The the top end of it has a cockpit for the mech suit. I don't actually want it. I just want it to be extra. Yeah, look, that's how confident that I am that Adam Park is not Mighty Morphin Green. If the last Mighty time Morphin you were Green, confident, I wound up being right. If I, I wasn't this confident, what are we talking about? Speaking of, yeah, I wasn't. Time. I wasn't this confident. <laughs> I called that a conspiracy theory. 
Oh, like, yeah, maybe address that. Yeah, what? No, it's fucking. They're hearing this on the twelfth, right? Everybody's hearing this on the twelfth. Nobody's playing Suikoden while they hear it, so they know. They don't. It's fucking. It didn't One come out. It's just playing Suikoden on this PlayStation One. Like, That's so not what we mean, and everybody knows it. Like, yes, I am. Everybody knows that's not what I mean. If it is, it's my brother, and he'll message me, so I don't have to acknowledge that that happened. Yeah, so he didn't, didn't come out, obviously. Otherwise, that is all I would have been fucking talking about today. That the fact that we talked about other things means that our audio, whole audience knows we didn't this happen now. <laughs> so that doesn't need to be addressed. We all know it. It hurts everybody, whether you're invested or not. It's pain, and you don't have to acknowledge it, but I know you feel it, and I appreciate you. It hurts so much. It's the fucking worst the fucking worst it's the burden of being correct and i hate it i wanted to be wrong so i'm like no that's not gonna happen and then i'm like here's the thing right sometimes you don't have to say that i do because you that's don't. the whole point of our thing you know that's see what you, what you could do right is what i'm like this is when it's gonna happen you could be like oh man that'd be cool huh and then just leave it that's an option that's an option that's always on the table not our dynamic at all. I mean, we could try a new dynamic, see how that works. I mean, there's a lot of options. But you've started the antagonism, so you have to start the new dynamic. <laughs> you know, by intentionally mispronouncing Atelier on this one. I mean, that's not new. That's not a new dynamic at all. You know, saying you started the antagonism and the dynamic by intentionally mispronouncing things I love. Oh, I'm fucking... not your child or grandchild. I've been in i intentionally mispronounce everything if if yeah i know if i like i would just get exhausted you know how exhausted i get trying to say the right thing all the fucking time you know how much fucking more tired i would be trying to say it correctly jesus fucking christ so drew turned into his grandfather and realized it earlier this year i wish that's the best human being no, ever walked on earth you were you were antagonizing trying oh, to be and, no that's not what it was it was i finally my son made me want to rip his fucking PlayStation out of the wall and throw it down on fucking balcony. No, I'm talking about well before that. You were, you mispronounced something that Trinity loved, and then you acted like you didn't get what pumpkin it was. Ball. And then you were... It was pumpkin ball. Ah. <laughs> like, uh, you, just, I, you you called me about it, so I remember the Vegas things because oh, it was yeah. through the phone. <laughs> yeah, because I, I had said something. And she was like, that's not what it is. And I pretended to not know what she was talking about. And then I had a flashback to all the times my grandpa didn't know what I was talking about. And I was you were like, like I love him, fucker. but that mother... That's mother how fucker. you started the call with me. He calls me, he's like, I love him, but this motherfucker... Yeah, like, no, like I, I fucking earned that. That's, I, I took that L for sure. No, I'm slowly turning into my grandfather. And it's real dope, because he's like the best person that's ever existed. But who boy, is it exhausting sometimes. Oh, man. We really have to watch The Last of Us so we can comment on it as it's a video game thing that got a TV show. Look, if it's somebody really fucking amazing. If somebody's going to pay for us to get HBO Max, I'll have, we have HBO Max. Well, we don't. We do. For that or I don't have the login for it. You should. We don't because it was I you told me the other day it was you it was when you changed it when you thought emails were going to go away. Yeah, I changed the email. Uh, I, okay. Well, we'll deal I'm with that. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I was like, oh, you got to keep on top of me about things where I'm just like, here's a fact and then go about my life. Sometimes, man, that's that's a, like a several spoon conversation. 
You're like, here's facts. And I'm like, all right, man. Okay. These are important to me. They follow the rules. I hate rules. You know that? Rules never benefit anybody. Rules never benefit anybody but the cops. That's not true at all. That's fully true. Cops benefit from the rules hard. That's why they're thinking laws, not rules. Laws are rules as enforced by the uh, dominant socioeconomic. They come true. (laughs) That's how that whole shit works. Well, no, I mean the the quote laws are threats made by the dominant socioeconomic group in a given nation. It's just a promise of violence. That's enacted and enforced by the police. There's more, but I can't remember at the moment. Laws and rules. I don't like them. By the police. And the police are basically an occupying army. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so rules. Rules suck. Rules don't suck. Laws suck. Laws are rules. (laughs) No. Laws are threats. Right. Are there not consequences if I break rules? Yes. So rules are threats. No. Yeah. Absolutely. If I break the rules and there are consequences. I've been threatened with the consequences of breaking this rule. It's like rules of threats. Should we fair, get very careful about saying such hurtful things, Drew Cotton? That is my romance partner. Does her better triathlon? Yeah. And if you demand I, I am not real, I will have to drag you to Bernie's to see my Stark father. Oh, I don't want to go to Bernie's. <laughs> He's going to yell at me in a high New York accent. You ain't no pirate, and Bill would spit in your eye. And I'm... I'm going to shit in your mouth. I'm going to make a toilet out of your mouth, boy. She's going to fuck me. He's going to shit my mouth. She's going to fuck me. He's going to shit my mouth. I'm just going to get fucked. And he's going to shit my mouth. She's going to fuck me. And he's going to shit my mouth. And everything's going to be fine. He's going to shit my mouth. And she's going to fuck me. And we'll be fine. What's up, Lou Wilson? What's up, buddy? So a friend of mine did some right. fan art for Dimension 20 that I'm going to send you because I just love it oh, so much. Oh, God. All right. On that note, guys, I think we put you through enough. Well, uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with some more news updates. Hopefully I'll be screaming about squeaking in from the rooftops, and you guys will be sick of hearing about that. Uh, from the rooftops? I hold my breath on that, though. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you've listened to all of this, you're a fucking hero. You're an absolute champion. We love you, Kyle. This is probably our longest episode so far. So I love you, Kyle. Love you, April. Love you, Steven. Love you, anybody else. If you listen to this show, fucking let me know. Make yourself known. We get, because of the most powerful magic of all. We get like 10 listeners. I like On last update, we've had 10 listeners in the last seven days. And I just want to know who you guys are. Because it's like nine of you are not me. Yeah, I listen to my own podcast. I make dope content. Eight of you are not us. Huh? I said eight of you are not us. Yes, I listen to my own podcast. I make dope content. Dope shit. What do you want? <laughs> I make dope shit. But yeah, if you want to support us, the best free way to support us is listen on your podcast apps. Let's, please go to our YouTube. It is in our link tree down below. It is at youtube.com slash at real at level grinding podcast. Please go check us out on YouTube as we, once we can get YouTube monetized, that'll absolutely help us. And you don't ever have to split, ever have to pay a penny for it. Besides that, we're available on Patreon. We're all over the place. Our link is in the podcast description. Do we have anything on the docket for next week that these fine, fine folk can look forward to? Potentially a review of Atelier Rise of three there. Aren't any upcoming game shows, so we'll discuss things. I think next one we got to look at our favorite non-RPG games from our childhoods. I guess I'm I mean, just so much I'll talking about JRPG. I'll participate. It's fine. <laughs> uh, we'll each come up with some different questions. If you guys have questions, hit us with questions, please, 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 please. We absolutely want that content. Um, but until then, 
Make sure you equip all your potions and keep on grinding.